Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Around. This time there's a twist. This is Wrestling Around Unfiltered and we are bringing you a Sort of live pay-per-view. It's modern stuff. We're doing the modern stuff this week. Joining me, though, um, there's no Terry Peters, thank God for that, <laughs> is Lou. Lou, how are we doing? Yeah, very, very good, thank you. Very tired. Um, stayed up all night long, tweeting along uh, to SummerSlam 2020. Um, just got up feeling, I'm not feeling refreshed at all, actually. I still feel knackered because I still woke up at normal time. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> so what basically you're saying is you just got less sleep. Yeah, I've had about four hours sleep, and I'm just relying on coffee and Coca-Cola at the moment to keep me awake. Oh, wonderful. Um, let's, let's see how it goes. Um, there, like I said earlier, there is no Terry Peters. Terry Peters has decided that going to his real job and making a living is more important than the rest of their own podcast. Yeah, he's doing his Twitch channel. <laughs> <laughs> it's what's it? Was it called? No, what's it, what's it, what's the, what's it called? Twitch.tv. <laughs> Twitch. Slash Nation. Yeah, there we That's go. That's right, isn't it? That's right. He's Give got him a follow. Give him a follow. He's had too much publicity That's, recently for my liking. He's probably live streaming right now while we're doing this. Yeah, so he just thinks that's yeah. more important than messing around. Second job, Peters. What's what he playing at there? Yeah. Outrageous. Shocking. Shocking. But we are doing SummerSlam 2020. Um, this is fresh for us. Normally we're 15 years later, so... <laughs> But I once, think this is the most recent show we've done. Yeah, I would say. Just. Once I can actually say spoiler alert, and it will actually be a spoiler. Yep. <laughs> so watch it first before you listen to this. I don't know, I'll do what you want. I'll let you yeah, no, yeah, pause this and then pick it up 24 hours later because then it counts as two listens. <laughs> and then pause it again and do it 24 hours yeah. later than that. You all know the score. Um, right then. So like I said, this is unfiltered. There's no editing there because we've lost our editor because, you know, Thinks other things are more important. <laughs> yep. So I'm going to edit this. And when I say edit, I mean just I'm just going to click upload. <laughs> see what yeah, happens. There we go. Wrestling around unfiltered. Let's see if this is. See if we can mix them all a bit. All right then. Before um, well we haven't really got any news because we recorded yesterday, didn't we? So <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely nothing has happened over then SummerSlam during that time. Let's I watched Take Off Fancy as well. Actually, did you enjoy it? Mentioned Take Off Fancy. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it actually. 
because it wasn't. I was disappointed it wasn't in a Thunderdome. Right. But again, you know how I always bang on about I like it shows are different, look different. I thought it looked pretty good. I thought the set was pretty cool. For, uh, I, I, I haven't watched it. So. You've not seen it yet. <laughs> okay. Well, that ends the discussion of Takeoff Fancy. <laughs> I've seen the results. Let's go on an adventure. Let's go on an adventure. Yeah. I know there's there's a big result. If you hadn't seen Takeover and you didn't know the results, I imagine there's a massive spiral later on in the show. Yeah, I was just saying one one feeds in tonight, isn't it? Yeah. But um yeah, man. <laughs> so Takeover Fair, was it good? Yeah, it was, yeah. And just just I mean actually, because no, this is gonna be the future. But on the next episode of Wrestling Around, I say that Damien Priest is the next big thing. Yeah. And then he's winning the uh, North American title. Oh right, there we go then. And he jumped in a hot tub in leather pants. Oh, that's dangerous, isn't it? Love a pants. Yeah, I think it's, but weirdly, it's the second wrestler this year to do it because I believe Kuchoko's already done it once this year. Right. <laughs> Rest, wrestling's for everyone, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> wrestling is so weird. Right then, so go watch Takeover 30 after you've watched SummerSlam 2020 and you've listened to this podcast. So, not a lot to do. I'm sure you've got to spare 10 hours or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> get it stay done. Up, stay up all night. Yeah, so let's get into SummerSlam 2020. Um, so it was at the Amway Center in Florida, otherwise known as the Thunderdome. Well, what are our first feelings on the Thunderdome? I like it. So I I watched a few clips of SmackDown and it looked a bit dead, like everyone was looking quite gormous into the camera. Um, and it just looked like a our wrestling around YouTube special. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then... what? Wrestling, wrestling around on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share, and all that. But yeah, jazz. I think to, so. I, I'd heard that, like last night there were. There was like wrestlers in there, so I think Kevin Owens was like on the chat with them, like on the Zoom call with them, apparently, and a few uh, as well. Right. Basically, getting them hyped, and they were saying stuff like, Oh, what do you think of Sonya? Thumbs down, right? And then everyone on the camera was like, Boo, thumbs down. Yeah. And the crowd were a lot, lot more animated. And I think they'd also done the um, the audio suite, it was a lot better tonight. You felt it, actually. It was I almost am... to the same level as like the Premier League games, right? Um, and the Champions League games, I thought, at least, you know, where you, you're kind of watching them, and it's like you feel like the crowd's there. I, I am... like one issue about the sound at the start, I thought it sounded like a leisure center. Yeah, I don't know if we're just really <laughs> trying to recreate the atmosphere of early opening WWE matches when no one cares. <laughs> you know, when you're at um, like, what was it, a local leisure center and there's a swimming pool, and you're in the bit where you're getting food and you can hear all the kids playing in the swimming pool. Yeah, and it's just like, like that sound is quite unique, and that's what I thought it sounded like. Yeah, weirdly, I thought. In the past, I think some SmackDown tapings have, have, have felt like that when there's like a lot of kids there. Yeah, yeah, it, it felt a bit off at first, but they really, they really started out compared to SmackDown on Friday. So I'm glad they had that session of SmackDown actually first. Yeah, it was a lot better than to Extreme Rules. I thought, yeah. where there was there was people in the crowd, weren't they? But the rest yeah, was... and it, it looked like there was there was one spot in like one of the early the, the later matches where I think someone got it might have been the last the main event actually where someone got thrown like across the barricades that way and it looked like they had like the performance center crew yeah in the crowd as well so that was some atmosphere in there as well yeah which i presume he didn't have on friday night but i thought that works pretty well yeah that was um so big fans of the thunderdome then yeah it's the best they could do in these circumstances really obviously i can't wait until live crowds get back but it has to be right. It's got to be safe. Yeah. Got to it's got to be, yeah, be safe. And you don't want, like, I don't know, like, do you really want, like, a 10% full stadium for any spot? Yeah, is that any better? Yeah. Because, you know, we're all City fans. We go and it's, like, 10% full normally. And it's crap, isn't it? It's, it's rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> the only club in the world that won't be affected by coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, it, it makes a difference, doesn't it? I remember the yeah, Brazil Olympics were the same. Like some of the crowd, some of the I think the badminton I was watching there was just empty. Just it was just dead, like watching. Yeah. It really affects the sport, I think. So yeah, this is the best they can do in a situation by far. I would agree with that. Um, so you watched it all as you was live tweeting. Um, Apollo yeah, Crews retained against MVP on the pre-show. Yeah, it was. I figured like once it was on the pre-show, this was what was going to happen. I know there was a lot of talk about maybe Cedric Alexander or somebody turning on Apollo Crews, especially with with Shelton and um, Bobby Lashley being banned from ringside. But I think as soon as we got to the pre-show, it's like a babyface win. Yeah. yeah, and it was a good opener. It was like it was good that they give they give Apollo Crews a lot of pyro for being a pre-show. And I think I, I tweeted on the on our live stream was like. Yeah, so it looks like everyone's getting power tonight. <laughs> Fucking MVP comes out and gets zero power. All right. And he kept doing the pose as well. He kept doing that thing, you know, where he like goes like arms by the side. Arms outside, and the fire yeah. comes out. And I was like, come on, prove me right. And it didn't happen. He's also got new music as well, which what I'm assuming is going to be the music for the hair business in general. Yeah, I'm a um, fan of the hair business. I, yeah. I'm a fan of factions. They look cool. Did you watch the pre show? No. no. Okay, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what happened. So basically, yeah. Apollo Crews won. That was fine. That was what you expected for the pre-show. And then Lashley and um, Charles Benjamin came out after the match. And then like, he just ducked him and Apollo just ducked him and ran off. I don't know what's going to happen. He should have took a beating, is what you're saying. Well, he could have at least attacked one of them. Just, you know what I mean? Like, just hoed on out of the way or something before yeah. he ran off. But it just, so I thought, oh, maybe someone's going to hit him from behind, but nothing happened. That forget is the pre-show, isn't it? But it just it looked a bit weak at the end because he was just like, oh, no, we're enough from you lads. Don't fancy this. I like Apollo Crews. I just think he's... Yeah, he should be higher up, I think. But then... Well, he, he's one of them weird ones where he seems like he has a lot of personality, but then he never gets to show his personality. Yeah, he's, he's a, a bit bland. But yeah, like, we were just... Obviously, that we just did his debut match five years ago. Everyone was mad for him? Everyone was mad for him, Yeah. So I'm really hoping this is the start of something now. But I'm hoping this feud with the hair business is over now. Yeah, I think that is an issue that WWE, especially at this time where they don't have as many wrestlers to choose from. They are feuds are going on for far too long. Yeah, but it's like he's beat MVP like what three times now, I think. Yeah. Beat him on the last paper he hasn't he? he's beat him on Raw. He's wrestled Chell Benjamin as well. Anyone basically hasn't wrestled yeah. Lashley. That's obviously yeah. saving Lashley. Unless that's what they're going with, but then I think Lashley should be in the, the title, the, the main title picture rather than the United States. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, Shelton Benjamin should be the United States picture in the yeah. hair business. Yeah, I would like to see him have somebody else because then he can. I think they're always best with four, and then you yeah. can have the you can have the two tag team. You can have the tag team, the singles, the like secondary singles title, and the main singles title. Yeah. I'm not saying that they'll win them all, but you always think of an evolution where they hold all the gold. Yeah, you want people in those kind of divisions, don't you? Yeah, really. You know, you don't have to even be in the like in a title match to be in a title picture, is it? There. Yeah. You just need to be fighting the top guys. So I would like to see that from the from the Maybe even if Apollo Crews finally does join them, but I don't think he's going to know. No. But um, Cedric Alexander would be good. He's not doing that, is he? Well, he's tagging with Ricochet, I guess. Yeah, Ricochet's not doing anything. Um, Mustafa Ali moved across to Raw, but he's not really doing anything. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. Um, Raddy's going to be Retribution. Oh, Raddy Retribution, who weirdly weren't here tonight. They were mentioned, weren't they? They were mentioned. They were, mentioned. They were doing video packages about a 
group that was like invading, which I thought was a bit odd. Yeah. Um, but yeah, weirdly not here, unless they were, unless they came back and the, the leader came back in the main event. We'll, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll, we'll get to the conspiracy theories later on. This is also the first SummerSlam since 2011, I think. It doesn't feature Brock Lesnar. Oh. I didn't realise he was back for that one. I think it's, yeah, I think it is. He's been back for that long. He's been back a while, hasn't he? It was also the first match involving a Mysterio, apparently, since 2012. What, SummerSlam? SummerSlam, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. When did he leave? He was there. He wasn't there for a few years, was he? Yeah, was he there last year? I thought he was there last year. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to Google that, but I'm sure I, I read it on Twitter, so um, it's got to be true. So, oh, you're 100%. Where did you read it on a, a, a good source? Um, Wrestling Fan 69. Ah. Right, there we go. So, you know, definitely um, reliable. Solid. Right, while you're Googling that, then we'll get into the, the opening video package, which I must say, on this SummerSlam, every video package was. Unbelievable, I thought. I thought they pulled it right out of the yeah. Every single one was great. It was, it was great, but I've realised this is the issue with watching the pre-show. Is that you've already seen them all on the main show? Yeah. That's, that's what the pre-show is? Just the video packages, um, yeah. Yeah, oh, I should mention on the pre-show as well, actually, that Renee Young confirmed it was her last appearance. Which is a shame. Yeah, so she's finished now. She was good on the pre-show. So who do you think is going to do it now then, coach? It, so it was Charlie Caruso doing it, and Renee Young oh, was, right. was a panellist. Um <laughs> Booker T and JVL just mercilessly bullied her for the entire hour. Like a few points, I was like, nobody seems to like you, Charlie. For Booker T, a few times. Well, I thought you meant Renee Young or bullying Charlie Caruso. No, no, they were just like, oh, Renee Young's great. But um, yeah, so it looks like it's going to be Charlie Caruso. I would have gone with Kayla Braxton because um, you don't like a backstage. Oh. No, no, I like Kayla Braxton. I just think sometimes Charlie Caruso comes across a bit serious and angry. Right. Okay. There you go. I then. Think so she's she's a good investigative journalist. Right. You but, know, like the back of like, really, like, what'd you do that for, you prick? Like, she says that yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, I thought Kayla Braxton was, is, is the more Renee Young type because she's doing talking smack as well, I think. Right. Maybe um, she will. She does the bump. But, but yeah, no, it was Charlie Caruso last night. Um, it's yeah, no, she had to see though. Renee Young go, but she's been in the company for eight years. And she'll probably be gone. So she could just be a TV presenter. She didn't have to be stuck in the rest of the business. I think that's the way she's going. I personally don't see her in AW. Yeah. I think you she's going to. Yeah. Because did she not come from normal TV? She's yeah, but she's presenting a, she? presenting a wrestling show on Sports Network in Canada, I think. Right. Um, but yeah, I can see her going to ESPN. Apparently she's still doing Fox Sports, though, so she's still going to do WWE backstage because she's employed for Fox by that. Yeah, that's how CM Punk does it, isn't it? Because he's employed yeah. for Fox, not for WWE. Yeah, but I think they only do like one show a month now anyway, don't they? I've never even watched one. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I couldn't tell you what it was called. The WWE backstage, but it starts to learn the clips. So you can't uh, get to see it as much now. But yeah. That's a shame. Um, right then, yeah, so the opening video package, um, you've obviously seen them five times, so we'll move yeah. on. <laughs> Several times, yeah. <laughs> we get uh, Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Um, they're doing the SmackDown commentary. So we have a SmackDown women's title match up first. It's Asuka against Bailey. Um, Asuka's in both women's titles matches tonight. Um, so all of, this is, there was another women's match. But they've got all this women's title and there's three people involved in them all. So yeah. the, the two tag team champions are Bailey and Sasha. And then they've got Asuka, who's going against both of them, and there's no women's <laughs> So you just got all the women's wrapped up into two matches, basically. Um, and Bailey comes out with Sasha Banks. Um, what did we think of this 
match. Good opener. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Can't remember. Let me go check the Twitter feed and see what I said about it. So it went um, eleven minutes. Um, there's some pretty good action in there. Obviously, they can't go too long because Asuka's wrestling twice. Um, so I mean, she hits it. Asuka it's a pretty cool uh, diving DDT off the ring steps. She kicks out a belly to belly, um, middle way through. Uh, there's a pretty brutal looking spot where Bailey drops Asuka knee first on the apron. That looks just look like it. Yeah. How do you take that smoothly? Yeah. That that DDT though as well onto the um the floor was yeah. insane. That was insane. That should end the match. <laughs> wow. It was like in the first two minutes. Yeah, it was just how can that not be like a match ender really? You know what I mean? Like if that was a false cat anyway match, pin him right there. Yeah. Um, insane. There was also a really bit of like so Bailey goes for an elbow drop from the uh, from the top rope and Asuka reverses it into an armbar. Yeah, which innovative because everything in wrestling's been done, but you still get shocked by some stuff like that. Uh, so the ending of the match, uh, Sasha tries to get involved. She's stood on the apron, um, then Asuka comes in with a his running hip attack. Do they call it now? You, yeah, and they never they never called that for Naomi's finisher, was it? No, it's the review for Naomi. The review, right. So she, she, a... she beat Bailey in two minutes of it on, um, on Friday night. All ah, right, there we go. Yeah. Um, so Asuka comes with a hip, running hip attack. Uh, Bailey moves out of the way, hits Sasha, and then Bailey hits an inside cradle to retain 11 minutes, and then Sasha and Bailey beat down Asuka after. Right decision? Yeah, for the story they're telling later on. It, it went into it. I don't think you could. You, there was no Asuka didn't need to go out with, away with both belts because then what do you do after that? I um, I don't like both belts. I hate it when yeah. a, champ, a wrestler is two champions. If, if that's just the two women's titles, like has been done loads recently, or whether it's yeah. the world title and the Intercontinental, I hate that as well. Yeah. But um. So yeah, I don't think you need to do that, and hopefully Asuka kind of moves away now. Yeah. The story becomes about Bailey and Sasha, just so there's more people can get involved. Um, but yeah, it was it was good because it was basically like it was just so good in fact the fact it tied into the, the match later on. Yeah, where Sasha basically kind of sacrificed, put herself in harm's way to save that Bailey. Bailey. That allowed Bailey to set the win. Yeah, because they've been yeah. sort of teasing a bit of dissension, aren't they? Between yeah, but at the same time, it's like Sasha still acted very heelish, obviously, because she attacked Asuka yeah. right afterwards. So it's like you still got to get a babyface out of this, surely, unless you don't anymore. Is that the, you know, that the way it's going now, where you're just anyone's anyone and you cheer who you like and you boo you don't? Yeah. Well, no one's going to cheer Bailey anytime soon. No. Because she's, she's annoying. I mean, in a, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, she's... A, but she's the character is... Like, the, the only way she can return... Yeah, the only way she can return to, like, a previous character is by taking, like, six months off TV. Yeah. But other than that, she has to be a heel because she's just irritated as hell. I think... This heel Bailey has more legs than the face Bailey. Oh yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, and I'm not saying the being irritating as hell is a bad thing. Yeah, I'm just saying it'd be impossible for her to get the crowd behind her at the moment. That is she's, true. She's annoying. So, she's meant well, to be annoying, but she's so annoying. I mean, well, we'll get into it more in the second match later on. But the way they booked the second match, Bailey has to be the heel in the next feud. Yeah, the way they booked it and everything like that. One hundred percent. Um, so after that match, we've got uh, Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio backstage. And Dominic saying to Rey, this is my fight. Uh, I'm not going to let you get involved. He looks really young, doesn't he? 
really young. How old is he? Like twenty-one or something? Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> is he? Um, is it his first appearance on SummerSlams? Is it since oh five? Since the yeah, since oh five when he had a ladder match for the custody of him. <laughs> Imagine that. Who would have thought that? Fifteen weirdly, years later. They've never corrected that storyline. No. So Eddie Guerrero is technically in WWE law the biological father of Dominic Mysterio. Because they, just, they never... Obviously, Eddie passed away later in that year, but I don't think they were going to yeah. touch it anyway because they've moved on from that story. Um, but it's just never got discussed. Never again. Never Do got rectified. You, you know who he was trained by? So obviously, Ray. Jay Lethal, Conan and Lanston. Conan, yeah. Strawberry. <laughs> Strawberry. So he must be... Um, I think he's been training for a while, hasn't he? I'm sure I had on Run the Ray Mysterio's... Uh, podcast they did maybe the agent christian one that he's been training for that must have been three years ago so yeah yeah it's been, it's been a long time and he did the the thing with brought lesnar last year didn't he he did the 619 him yeah and i don't think ray would have let him go in too early no i think ray's got too much pride for that i think no. uh, so moving on from that we get this the raw commentary team tom phillips byron saxton he's still got a job and smojo and is smojo the best commentator in wwe Yes, he is. Was it weird that he introduced them? I know it's only a little thing, but shouldn't that be Tom Phillips doing that job? He <laughs> just Samojo does what he wants. <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing a lot of chatter online as well about Samojo becoming Raw General Manager, but I'd like to keep on commentary if he can't wrestle. He needs to be involved more. It's just, yeah. he, there was, um, I can't remember one of the matches, I think it might have been the Mysterio Rollins match, where he's just looking real happy in the background that someone's getting yeah. their kicked in. <laughs> yeah. He's gone full Tazna, hasn't he? I think. Yeah. I think he'll be he'll be a commentator for a long, long time. I think he should be, and I would yeah. get rid of Saxton because I don't well, like three man balls anyhow. But he doesn't bring anything. He doesn't even barely say out now because he can't get a. Especially just, in the, because, the next yeah, all right. <laughs> he sounds he sounds like a a live recording of uh, the two K game. You know, but they just say the yeah. same things repeatedly, and you know what's coming next. Yeah, that oh. is. Michael Cole has that issue. He had that issue massively on Friday night on SmackDown. These opening lines, like, he clearly rehearsed the whole thing beforehand. It was terrible. But, I believe he scripts it, doesn't he? Yeah, but he scripted, like... It was when um, Vince got attacked by The Fiend and then Braun Strowman came out. And he just had no enthusiasm in his voice. He was just like, oh, I'm here to break up this yeah. awkward competition. He's like, oh, come on, mate. You've just... It's like, for the, for the love of mankind. Yeah. <sighs> Do you know what's worse about that? Is when you see the replay, you can see him reading it off a sheet. Yeah. For the love of mankind. <laughs> That's terrible. Why cool. say it? Just, uh, oh, I don't like it. Um, so yeah. the the Raw team, as we just briefly mentioned, um, have a uh, Retribution video recap. Um, yeah. What do we think of Retribution? <sighs> no. No, because they all like dumb kids. It's not that... The stuff they're doing is fine. And it's like, yeah, you know, Michael Cole keeps running away from him, which is funny. And The Miz keeps turning up late every time they're saving something, which seems to be leading somewhere on SmackDown, but not mm-hmm. anywhere on Raw. But they're just, uh, they're just childs, aren't they? Childs, children, aren't they? Like, it's like when they were cutting up the ring, and then there was te- the guy with the chainsaw was turning around and going, yeah, yeah, like everyone was dancing around being happy. But yeah. in his masks. Or when they were just like, you know, they did that one thing, so they didn't smack down. They ransacked the entire arena, spray painted everywhere, cut up the ring with a chainsaw. And then on Raw, like two days later, they come back and they throw a brick through a window. 
and I think, you know, that's enough tonight. <laughs> I'm going to go off. Right? And then they don't appear. So it's leading up to this big show. They've been doing this like since the last pay-per-view. You know, the, the infiltrate, they, they could already infiltrate the Thunderdome. That's established because they were there on SmackDown on Friday. Biggest show of the year so far, by far. You know, a big turning point for WWE. This is an anti-WWE group. No, we'll just give it a miss tonight. Where, where, where are they? Do you think maybe they'll do something more at payback? I think they might just forget about it, you know. Because it's not gone down very well. Because it's not gone, it's not liked. And they don't know who's going to be in it. Yeah, it's um, weird. Apparently, the ones they're using are the real people's, which is no, never going to work because, because they're all they're different all like sizes. Four foot twelve, yeah. They just so we recently recapped the Nexus, and they just look so more vicious. Yeah, this is it. These these guys just look like mischief makers. It's like the Riot Squad. Yeah, but in masks. You know, which and the Riot Squad was the lamest thing ever when Ruby Riot just cut that guy's tie. It was like, yeah, I've cut your tie. What? Who cares? Who cares about that? Why do I care about that guy backstage? He's got his tie cut. I just, you know, am I meant it's to like feel the office, though, Am I meant to feel for a friend because someone in, in retribution threw a brick through a window? Like, yeah. But it's Did just, you... they're very varied in what they do. Like, one minute they just throw a brick through a window. I think that's enough for tonight. The next week, they'll step a car up. Yeah, there's not enough beatdowns for me. Yeah, it's just, there's, there there hasn't been any beatdowns really. Nobody suffered really. No, the, the buildings have, but the, like yeah. the Nexus came in and absolutely destroyed John Cena. Yeah. You're out, you're in on top. Yeah, Retribution cut the ring up, and I do I know what, exactly what you're saying by everyone cheering, which just who does that in real life? It's, it's also the bounce up and down they do, yeah. Yeah, but it's the, if they come in and just kick the crap out of, ruin the matches or oh, done something. Yeah, like if you look at all the the big invasions that have worked. There's not many. I hate Invasion Agons on the most part, to be honest, because I don't think they normally work. But the ones that have, the NWO. And then... Nexus? Nexus. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Nexus. I was going to say WCW, but it didn't really work, did it? No, um, could have. Yeah, but it's just... you Because there's no way you can go from it. Like You have to have them segment by segment, it just looks stupid if, if you do that. Yeah, but it's also like the being, but you know, we're, we're going to attack the blue, but not NXT. I mean, that might be something to do with it. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine like if there was like, I guess like tonight's Raw. It turns out that Keith Lee <laughs> was the guy in the mask the entire time. <laughs> That's what I mean. So you have even to it looks, even it looks, looks nothing like him. You, you have so to like, use the people there. This four foot tall white guy who's wearing bricks through windows. It's just like, oh, by the way, I'm Keith Lee. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm normally positive about. WWE. I don't like. To, I don't want to be one of those podcasts that just slags it off for the sake of it and just makes a business model around just slagging it off. But also, no, the, the retribution angles do nothing for me. Do you think they should have waited and brought it in at Survivor Series and had the WWE against Retribution? No, I just don't. Well, I don't know where it's going to go, but at the moment, I just don't finish it at all. Right. To be honest, especially if they knew they were coming into the Thunderdome, because I guess it kind of yeah. works in the performance center. But they're not going to do anything. You know, you can destroy the plexiglass, but they're not going to do anything where retribution. Watch me get get it wrong and do it on Raw tonight. They're not going to come in and like destroy all the big LED bars that they got around the full stadium or anything like that. That would be cool if they did. It would be cool, but I just can't see it happening. You know what I mean? Like, I just they're not, yeah. not going to do anything that bold. So it's just like, why bother? So what you're saying is a misstep for WWE. 
Yeah. They've they dropped a few angles recently. Do you remember the SmackDown hacker? Yeah. And I, you know, like in my mind, I'm trying to put it together like, oh, this might be the same thing. But it's just, you... WWE's long term storytelling isn't that great, to be honest. Like, it's not like, you know, we, how many times we've we banged on on these podcasts? So, like, I watch all the Marvel films now. Yeah. But a little thing happens in one movie, and in like five movies' time, it becomes relevant. Yeah. I don't think WWE planned that far ahead. Like, if, if, they, do, if they've they... got like retribution, like acting like this, but they're using different people. Yeah. And they don't know who it is that they're going to have. Then how can you, you know, how can you plan those subtleties? Like the closest we've got to it is like the Miz keeps turning up late, and that would which be might rubbish. have something to do with it. But like, also, does anyone care about the Miz? That would be absolutely rubbish if the Miz was the leader of Retribution. You know, you could just get him and his band of perennial mid-carders. Yeah, the Miz, Dolph Ziggler, fucking Jeff Jarrett can turn up for join it as well. Shouty G, he's gonna ruin there. He ruins every group. Cesaro, yeah, just like. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't care for it. I also don't care for this. We weren't given a chance storylines all the time because you're breaking care for straight away. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would um, agree with you there. Like, it's yeah. just a complete utter misstep. <laughs> in terms yeah. Of yeah. But I'm did, glad they didn't turn up tonight because I thought tonight was a really good show. So did I. But I was expecting them to turn up in this next match. Because why yeah. would you do the video package before? So the next match, we've got Andrade and Angel Garza going against the Street Profits for the Rogue Tag Team Champions. Kevin Owens joins comms for protection. <laughs> I just get on, get on the show. <laughs> I, mean. I did love Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe's interactions. Yeah. I just And the fact Kevin Owens was wearing a tie. I yeah. absolutely love. Those two were quite an entertaining team at the beginning of the year, before the pandemic. Owens and Joe. Yeah, and they were team with a big show for a bit as well, they? which is really good. I mean, that's a sitcom. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I should turn up in the big show show too. I would love that. Um, the Street Profits, um, speaking of pyro, get a red cup pyro. A lot of it. A lot of red cups, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I missed Street Profits in NXT. I don't understand where all this has come from. Are they just like party boys or something? I think so. I think that's the gimmick, yeah. I only really watch NXT TakeOver, to be, to be brutally honest. Right. Don't keep up with the week to be and I don't think Street Profits were on it that often. They seem to be in one takeover, and then they came up pretty quickly afterwards. They seem to be a bit like Elias, where they didn't really do anything in NXT, yeah. and then it, all of a won... sudden the main guys on. They won a, I think they won a lot of the ladder match when the Viking Raiders vacated the titles. Yes, I believe they did. I think that was the only takeover appearance. I presume they lost to Undisputed Era because everyone has for the past two years. Quite possibly. Yeah. Um, but I like him. I Montez Ford is incredibly athletic. <laughs> yeah, and everyone hates on the other guy. What's his name? Andrew Dawkins. <laughs> I don't know. If you go on like any wrestling YouTube channel or wrestling website, everyone just hates Angela Dawkins. I don't get well, it. I yeah, he's, he's not as talented as the other guy. Yeah, but he didn't he's, need he's, to a be. Good, he's a good tag team wrestler, isn't he? Yeah, solid tag team. It's a yeah. bit like um, I mean, it's a lazy comparison, but yeah, Shad and JTG Crime Time. Chad was the big guy. Angelo Dawkins is the big guy, and then you've got the real athletic guy who can get thrown about. It's the oh, it's, it's, that works. It's, yeah, Enzo and Cass are the same. Yeah, New Age Outlaws are the same to an extent, are they? Yeah, it's yeah. just a, you need the guy who can get beat down, and then you need the big guy who can come in and make the serve. Yeah, after a show, Angelo Dawkins. I don't know why he gets so much hurt. Jason Jordan and Chad Gable, American yeah. Alpha. Yeah, classic tag team wrestling. Classic tag. There we go. Yeah, okay. Uh, speaking of classic tag team wrestling, uh, this was exactly what you would expect from a heel vs face um, tag team match. So 
It was a really cool bit at the start. So Montez Ford does a planchet over the top rope and he's caught by the other two guys, which you just never see, do you? So they uh, sort of powerbombed him. Ford's then isolated. Classic tag team wrestling. Yeah. Cut, cut, in the ring, cut the ring in half, that's what they always say, isn't it? Um, he finally tags in Angelo Dawkins. It was a long time before he got tagged in. Mm. <laughs> a long time. Got to build that heat. Yeah. Um, Zelina Vega then gets involved. She's knocked off the apron. Andrade goes to check on her. Uh, Gaza tries to tag somebody, but there's obviously nobody there. Montez Ford then hits the From the Heavens, I believe it's called, which is basically just a splash, but he turns around. I don't know how he does it. He turns around halfway in the air um, on Gaza. And then he pins, but I wasn't sure if he got tagged back in. I don't know. Street Profits. Anyway, Street Profits yeah. retained. Seven minutes. Didn't go that long, but I thought it was... Yeah, they might, they might be okay. doing AEW rules. Well, you just you don't need to tag. <laughs> was it with Lucha House Party rules? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was. Yeah. What you want? Do you want? I don't know why they've been sort of doing this for a while, aren't they? Between Andrade and Gaza, sort of yeah. thinking about splitting them up, and then they haven't split them up, and then and Austin Fury was in the group for a brief cup of coffee. But um, I think what I said about him the better. If yeah. They're... <laughs> the rumors are due to believe. Then. Yeah, I mean, he, he he did leave that group before he took, got to Gotelian, did he? He was on them. Um, Seth Rollins' team. Yeah. But what yeah. did we think of this tag match? Yeah, I was a bit surprised by the ending. To be honest, I thought it was, you know, Andrade and Gaz have lost that many times that I felt like that this is this is going to be it. They're going to win. In fact, I tweeted it like five minutes before the end. I was like, they got this. They didn't. And... So I just really hope like they do something good with Andrade and Angel Gaz. Were both so talented. Yeah, it probably would have been a waste to have them both in the uh, tag division, but like it is with Cesaro and Nakamura on the other side. But yeah, yeah I don't know. It's just the Street Profits have beaten everyone. Who have they got left? Well, the if I can read is clean. Yeah, the Lucha House Party they on SmackDown. Yeah, and they're gonna they're splitting up, aren't they? They're um, well, one of them. Kalisto's yeah, leaving. Yeah, so he can go on his another well, wildly successful yeah, tag US title. Unless they bring somebody up, this is like sort of season for bringing people up in it after one of the big four. Yeah, I can't think of you bring up and pair him with a tag champ, so they're not going to come up. And also, you still got Danny Burch and Neil Lawton. They just lost. Is this a way? Is this a way back in for um, Jackson Riker and Wesley Lurk? Possibly. Yeah, you know, because I guess it's like not their fault that the other guy was a dick. Who was the other guy? Was it not Jackson? I thought it was Jackson Riker. was he the guy who was a dick? There's three of them now, aren't they? One of them was yeah. a dick. It might have been Jackson Riker, actually. Who's the other guy? Steve Cutler. Steve Cutler, yeah. Forgot yeah, Jackson song. Riker seems to be the uh, the dick of the group, I believe. Yeah. Well, if you go on to, if you just Wikipedia Forgotten Sons, it goes on to Jackson Riker. Um, yeah, I believe it was him. Bring Let's back um, Blake and Murphy. Yeah, it was It was Riker. Yeah. So, yeah, remember the other two, Steve Cutler and. Um, Where's the black? I'm struggling to think of any other tag teams. Yeah, there's not many. It's not going to be Undisputed Era. You're not going to bring up the Undisputed Era to, to feud no. with the Street Profits. They're going to go straight to the top when they come in. Um, there's not many yeah. tag teams. Just it's going to be two yeah, random guys, and it's going to be like Cedric Alexander. Yeah, yeah like there you go. Oh, actually, the, the, the hair business, what we're talking about. Makes perfect sense, doesn't it? They've just lost the US title feud. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see that. 
Yeah. Who would you have though? Would you have Lashley in it, or would you have a free bed rule, or would you have MVP in? No, because Lashley's too good. Lashley needs to win if he's in it. So you'd have MVP in Shelton Benjamin. You'd have to, wouldn't you? Because otherwise Lashley's got to win, any because he's just so he's just a clear level above everyone else in that group on that scene. Yeah, it's weird that he's not the leader, but then he ain't got as much personality. He's calling out. I presume they were just gonna have MVG. MVG. <laughs> That's like MVP is a. Uh... <laughs> Imagine that Michael Vangaro just pops up. That'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> you tag team Michael Vagio and fucking Phil Taylor. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, MVP. I thought he was going to be the manager. I'm surprised that he's had as much ring time as he's had, to be honest. Yeah, I thought when he signed the contract, I thought that's what it was going to be. Yeah. But he, he still looks all right. I don't think he's that old, is he? And he, he's had a one break, so his body's not as beat down as some of the others. Yeah. Unless they get a new member who's the tag team partner, but I don't know. There's no, yeah, the, the tag team's not a lot of depth there, and it seems like the Street Profits would beat everyone. So we're gonna so, you know watch this space. What's gonna happen next for the street profits? Yeah, I guess we'll uh, find out about it, won't we? Yeah, well, I guess yeah. That's the issue we're doing it today. Isn't it? Surmising. <laughs> yeah, because by the time we listen to it, it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's got them idiots. It's got them right. Yeah. Um, so we move on to Kayla Braxton uh, backstage. She's interviewing Bailey and Sasha. Um, basically, she says to Bailey, "You can't win without Sasha." Bailey refuses to answer the question. <laughs> Hard-hitting journalism. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha then says, um, if Bailey can beat Asuka, then I definitely can beat Asuka. She yeah. wins, which is a very heelish thing to say. It is. They're both heels, are they? It's going to yeah. be a heel less heel. On. I don't know. But also, like all the way through this, were you distracted by the fact that Bailey was holding the broom? <laughs> I, didn't, I, I, honest, I didn't really even realise she was holding the broom. Did you not notice? All the way through, I was like, what's she going to do that broom? Is that broom? Why she got broom? That's like the end. Uh, you've read the Austin Aries story of how he got started with the banana. I feel like you may have told me. So he, he basically, at the end of he had a match, he was just getting some snacks or whatever, banana, potassium in it. He had like a bottle of water or something, a banana in his hands. And someone called him and said, Oh, we need to do a backstage interview with you. So he did it. And, and he just did a normal interview. And the guy said, Are you going to say something about the banana? <laughs> and he was like, Basically thinking, well, no, I forgot I was holding it. And then it was like, right, okay, don't mention the banana, do it again. So then every other take, he made the point of mentioning this banana in his hand. <laughs> and that's how he started carrying yeah, the banana somebody, in his pocket. I remember he was on Raw Commentary and he used to have, he had a banana in his pocket and there was, no, uh, there was no explanation for it. Before he got let go, he was trying to get like make like WWE banana cases and stuff. <laughs> yeah. He was quite insane, actually, on um, 205 Live when he was that, doing that guest commentary spot. Hey, good heel, I like Austin Aries. I'm a broadcast journalist. Like, yeah, tell us to be a bit of a dick. He's you know? just hard to like in real life. And yeah, very hard. I, I saw him live at a Defiant show. Very hard to like in real life, but I'll, I'll leave that there. <laughs> leave that there. But yeah, Bailey and Sasha Banks obviously showing signs of dissension, which we'll get to later on. Uh, the other women's field, so we said we've got two, is Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. And this is a no DQ loser leaves a WWE match. Interestingly, it said WWE and not Raw. Yeah, let's get the Buffalo SmackDown. This <laughs> <laughs> well, it's loser leaves SmackDown match then. Keep it up to date with the current product. That rolls into one, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, obviously, it was going to be hair versus hair up until Friday. Which, yeah, I mean, yeah. You can't mention this match without like mentioning like the real life issues that these two have had the past week, can you? 
The drill additions. Okay, right, yes. <laughs> wow, okay. Like, I thought you'd have known this. Yeah, so Sonia Deville was, like, the victim of an attempted kidnap. Oh, I did hear that. Yeah. So I think that's why they changed the stipulation and probably why she's having some time off and lost the match. Well, then, I hope she... Yeah. I hope... It's um... always to do both in the house. Because Jim Connett, apparently, was going on about... Oh, like... She should have gone to the police, but dropped Mandy off first and like not admitted they were both in the same house. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah, get the come car. on. But yeah, no, it was it looked terrifying to be honest. And obviously, I've seen the pictures of Sonya in in court. Oh, Christ! Yeah, it looks it looks absolutely terrifying. So I mean, to be fair, like, credit to both of them. Like, if they just pull this match off the card, completely, you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought what a what a performance they both put in. Yeah, oh, because so, I yeah. thought this was a coming out match for both of them. Yeah. I think Sonia's been, been great recently. Really good. Yeah. Oh, well, this uh, I've got a joke about her entrance, and I didn't know that now. <laughs> I can't believe you keep up to date with, honestly. Just, well, it's, I read the results as of it. Um, my first line here is Sonia Deville walks out looking like broken Matt Hardy. I kind of feel a bit bad now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fair play. I, um, I think it was like a tribute to Victoria, her entrance as well. Is it, but is it, oh, right. With a cut and... Yeah, just um, the action, the action she did as well. How Victoria like? Yeah, there we go. Um, they only got nine minutes, but I thought this was a really good match, and I would have liked to have seen them got a bit longer. I think there's definitely a match coming up where you could have took a few minutes off it. Yeah, given to this match. Um, but I thought they both looked like stars, and would not be surprised to see either of these. Well, obviously it's not going to be Sonya Deville because she's lost and she's quite deservingly yeah. taking some time off. But if Mandy Rose was in the new title picture. Because yeah. I, 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 I was, I thought they were going to get out of this stipulation somehow. The hair versus hair, I was convinced that somehow Otis was going to end up bald. That's where it was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I to see like that. Mandy lost, and he was like, "No, my peach, I'll, I'll do this." For you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when he came out with the money in the bank, and he, the way he said money in the bank, like he was going to cash in, but it was not to cash in on. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what he was gonna do, but I. I was convinced that he was gonna be involved in the finish somehow. Like he was gonna sacrifice someone for Mandy, because I'm still convinced like their relationship's got to end with a Mandy heel turn. Surely. Yeah, they can't. I'm, just, I'm really surprised it hasn't happened yet. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised it's carried on. But yeah. I thought that was like he was gonna take the stipulation for Mandy. Yeah. And then she just like screw him over. A bit like you know Mick Foley took it for Melina and then Melina kicked him in the knackers. Yeah. But then you just spent all this time making Mandy Rose a baby first, so yeah, which makes the heel turn even better, doesn't it? Yeah, that never saw it coming. That is true. Is yeah. tonight. So I thought yeah. they had a really thought, good. Yeah, match. I thought they were both really good. Yeah. Um, they started fighting outside, um, fighting up the ramp. There was a pretty brutal suplex on the ramp. Um, there was a pretty nice uh, diving clothesline from the announce table from Mandy Rose. <laughs> she then took a bolt. About five hours putting the table up. Yeah, this is the orchid's file, isn't it? This is probably why they couldn't they, they rushed everything else because they took a long time to get the table up. I just felt I was like, oh, but somebody help her out. So she tried to get yeah. it up. She just cut, the, cut the camera away and just get the referee to just pop out and Yeah. You know, she just cool. slammed it into the into the ring apron still coming up. Yeah. Oh, God bless her. Um, she did a really cool spot and it was disappointing none of them actually hit her, where she threw the chairs across the table. Yeah, I thought one of them could have hit her. She did it twice. I thought that's yeah, just smacked him out. But yeah, I thought that was really good. Just looked vicious, didn't it? Yeah. And I guess that's what you can get away with, like no fans. You can take more risks. Yeah. I thought that like was the really... night before, like Velveteen Dream fell off a ladder into where what would be the crowd. 
Yeah. It's normally just disappeared. That way, that was the end of the match for him. But like, he's an absolute lunatic in this. Yeah, you just, sometimes you just got to like take advantage of the, your circumstances and do some of those crazy spots. Yeah, they get away with them now. Uh, so Mandy Rose hits three running knees on Sonny Deville. So then hits the bed of roses before doing another knee. And she wins via pinfall. Yeah, a bit of a flat ending, I thought. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't know like what you could do. I praised Sonny Deville, and I think Sonny Deville's absolutely brilliant, but she didn't really sell it. No. Yeah, she started looking a bit frustrated, but that was it, wasn't it? Um, I mean, she'd just been kneading the face three times, four times, yeah. and hit with Mandy Rose's finisher, and she could have been laid out for a bit longer. Yeah. She was the free coming up, she rolled out the ring. Yeah, it looked like she just kind of lost by roll-up. Yeah. Which, yeah, and interestingly, the, there was like a promo she did on YouTube or like Twitter or whatever, where she, the the guy was like, Sonia, like, you just lost, and she was like, don't call by that name again. No, maybe she's... So maybe she's just going to come back under her real name. Is that how it's going to be? So Sonny Deville never wrestle again. Yeah, but Daria, whatever her name is. Alright, Will. Yeah. It's. I mean, obviously, with what's going on, then yeah, take as much time as you need. But hopefully, yeah. she comes back sooner rather than later. Hopefully, she does because like, it's been a really she's been, she's been record, really yeah. good the full field. And her, her promos have been some of the best in yeah WWE recently. Yeah. It's another again smashed out of the park with the video package. Um, and then of course we get Otis coming out to celebrate. Yeah, which felt a bit weird, didn't it? Like, there's all that tension. And then you've got Mandy Rose doing the Caterpillar to end the segment. <laughs> like, <it> just... <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> I, I think Vince just loves what it is. <laughs> yeah, he's like, get out there, kid. Right? <laughs> no there dance. Oh, I, I love it. I think it's hilarious. And it was nice to see him like with the briefcase. Because he's barely yeah. had it on SmackDown. And I was kind of worried that they were just kind of going to wreck on it. And he was like, oh, what? Money in the bank now? I think they're waiting for crowds. I don't know how he's going to cash it in. I kind of don't. It's not going to be a universal I, champ. I don't want to see McIntyre lose to Owens. Uh, no, he's on, he's, he's on SmackDown, isn't he? So it's, oh, it, it would be The Fiend. I don't want to see, <laughs> want to see The Fiend lose to Owens. Yeah. As much as I want to see Owens against The Fiend. Yeah, you know, I, I read someone on Twitter said that he should, he should accidentally cash it in against our truth um, Yes. I don't know how he would do that. Him? Is that going to make him look stupid? Well, yeah, but like, this is kind of his gimmick, isn't it, I guess? Yeah, he did try and... I think it would be more... You, you've got to be more concerned that it would ruin um, money in the bank. Yeah. He did try and win... Um, well, he wanted to win the women's tag titles, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I feel sorry for? Tucker. Yeah, why is he? Oh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's just been out to the side hasn't he? He, was on, he was on Smackdown I think on Friday yeah but they were a good tag team every machinery I've been noticed with Dancing with Big E I can't bother yeah. I just got Arsenal and Minshawk like he won it well there's, there's a draft coming up so they might split up possibly they but might then, just split up in a draft uh, Tucker's not going to do well is he no he's a big lad though remember in the Elimination Chamber he was the best guy in there yeah yeah, I don't think they should split up heavy machinery, and I think WWE do this too often, and they split up tag teams. Yeah, and I don't think they should. But yeah, was he going to cash it? I, can't, I just think they'll be waiting for a crowd. Someone's going to turn. But he's going to turn them. He's going to get with Mandy. Well, it might, maybe, maybe. But yeah, I think the money in the bank. I know what you're saying with the R Truth deal, but yeah, it has to be for the world title. Even yeah. if it is, he could lose. But I thought he was going to sacrifice it to get. Mandy out whatever stipulation, but then she won, which kind of threw my theory out the window. Yeah. 
Yeah. I would have booked bald artist. That would have been the way I would go. <laughs> Watch this face. Bald artist coming to you soon. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get on to one of the sort of main events, I guess. One of the more talked about matches. Dominic Mysterio making his debut against Seth Rollins in a street fight. So we've got an ODQ match, a street fight. We've got an anywhere, <laughs> a false gone anywhere match later yeah. on. This is the classic um, Taboo Tuesday, Cyber Sunday. Which match of these do you want? Yeah, They're all exactly the same, aren't they? Um, the video package of this, again, was great. The Rollins against the Mysterio's feud. Rollins comes out with Buddy Murphy. <laughs> I don't know if he's meant to do it or whatever, or he always does like that, but he's like sort of praying hands whenever he stands behind Seth Rollins. Yeah. The little nuances. Uh, Dominic comes out with Rey Mysterio, and before we actually get into the match, Dominic, take your jacket off. Oh, my God, that was so annoying. <laughs> that Are was just... laughing with it? Oh, so at first, I thought it was going to be... I think it might have been Brian Alves who tweeted at the time. Like, it looks like he's got a mask on the back. And I thought he was going to put the mask on. Yeah, and become great or something. But then when I realized it was just a hood, I was like, "That is the most annoying thing ever." Because like, I've done it. So like, when I go to my gym in the winter, it's bloody freezing, and I wear a hoodie. And then as soon as I do like you know press ups or something, it starts falling on my head, and it just gets really annoying. And I end up taking it off because it's just a half. Oh, it was like the athlete attire. What are you doing? But speaking of attire, Seth Rollins' attire was brilliant. It was um, a copy of Rey Mysterio's from Halloween Havoc '96. Was it sort of Riddler? Had question marks. Yeah. Because Rey Mysterio, isn't it? King of Mystery. Yeah, makes sense. Makes a lot of yeah. sense. Um, yeah, I mean, he had the hood. And it, I think it had the Rey Mysterio sort of mouth bits on, didn't it? I think yeah. that's what's special about it. There's one part in the match where he'd unzipped it halfway, and then he zipped it back up. Yeah, you just need to get rid of it. I think he might have just like forgot to take it off at the moment. Yeah, I mean, Possibly. it is a big deal, wasn't it? Yeah, because it would look cooler, wouldn't it? Because I presume he was bruised from the whole Kendo stick thing. If you took it off and he was just covered in bruises, like, yeah. Yeah. He looks down the scars and remembers why he's so annoyed. Yeah, that, yeah, that would have been good. Um, Dominic, you know, for his first ever match, when I mean, he's in there with an absolute pro and he probably couldn't have, maybe save AJ Styles, there wouldn't have been anybody else I would have wanted to put him in the ring with for his first yeah. match. Um, Rollins, though, is an exceptional, arrogant heel. The, mm-hmm. Right at the start, where we were just laughing at him, yeah, making, making him look like a little child. That was great. Murphy was great all the way through as well, just throwing weapons in yep. <laughs> every now and then. Uh, I did also enjoy the bit where Rollins took a seat in the middle just to torment Rey Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. All the way through, the story was great, um, and I thought it was going to catch up with him, Rollins. I thought he was going to be too arrogant. Yeah. I thought he was going to eventually get caught out. And I guess he did. Not yeah. to the point where he lost, but he, there was a few bits where there was a rally from, from Dominic. Yeah, I mean, Dominic, for his first match, he had a really good um, Tornado DDT, and then he just absolutely obliterated the Kendo stick off the front. Yeah, that looked vicious. <laughs> all it, was the hang, it was just in pieces, wasn't it? Yeah, all the Kendo shots looked really hard. I, yeah. Am I like, mistaken? And I've watched a lot of ECW, but nobody ever seems to get that beat up by Kendo sticks. But these two are just covered in welts and bruises. I think it was the when Charlotte went after Ronda, she was absolutely covered. Yeah, but not normally they don't yeah. see 
That I, I guess at least it would be normal. It's just like a one swift hit to the head, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, maybe that's because this is just like lashing over the back, isn't it? Like, I just yeah. it looks broke because they're really going for it. You, know, you, you can't gimmick this, can you? It's just the no. as you being hit again, that's like I think Justin Incredible said, um, the closer to the handle you hit them, the less it hurts. If you catch somebody right on the edge with one, then it whips it. Yeah, it's, it's like a it's like a whip in it. Yeah. yeah, but that's how they did. I think that's maybe how they did easy because they did that many. They just got real close to each other. But yeah, easy. So it's like swinging like baseball bats, aren't they? These are yeah. some of these are absolutely horrendous. Yeah, absolutely destroyed it. Um, and speaking of kendo sticks, um, Dominic uses a kendo stick to do a side Russian leg sweep uh, from the top rope for a goddamn table, which was a great spot. And then, you know, we said earlier, is he Eddie Guerrero's son? Potentially, with yep. the frog splash he did next. Yeah. <laughs> so it was his papi, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> we'll never know. Um, they then get handcuffs out. Uh, Murphy uh, gives Rollins the handcuffs. Angie Mysterio, Dominic's mother, and um, oh, Angie. For some reason, I was calling her Sandra. <laughs> Don't know Sandra. I get <laughs> <laughs> Mexican name, <laughs> Sandra. Um, yeah, Angie Mysterio, uh, Rey Mysterio's wife. She walks out. She's been watching backstage. I think she's the only person in wrestling history to watch a TV normally and not on a real weird yeah. side. That's because she's not a wrestler. Yeah. Wrestlers always watching from the side eye, don't they? So they can... It's the first thing they teach you in wrestling school. <laughs> to watch a TV. Yeah, like I oh, just watch the screen here. Not like, not like that. Move to the side. Yeah. yeah. Watch a TV where showing your front at all times. Um, so Ray goes up to Angie and it sort of stops her from getting involved because the old thing is Dominic wants to do this himself. Um, Murphy then gets involved, which kind of annoys me in a street fight because why are they not just getting involved in the old you can do what you want. So I, I never understood this. When somebody's accompanied by somebody else on a no disqualifications match, you just look stupid by not letting them get involved. Yeah, I guess it's just one of those weird things in wrestling you need to accept there. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you just need to accept that that's how it's going to be. Or at least you start off like that. That's just what happens, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Murphy tries to take out uh, the eye of Dominic, sort of what happened to Rey Mysterio. Ray makes the save. Um, he then gets handcuffed to the ropes. Uh, Roland goes. Um, Seth Rollins starts to go after Angie. Dominic makes the save again. It's a six-one-nine. He needs a bit of work in the six-one-nine. It's not as fluid as Ray, is it? No. But he's big enough, <laughs> though, isn't he? It's like Cesaro's six-one-nine, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it must be harder. It must be harder. Though. I've seen a video of uh, Walter doing a six-one-nine. It's insane. <laughs> I think the bigger you are, the slower you go. The slower you go around. <laughs> well, I'm surprised Walt can even fit between the two ropes. <laughs> yeah, someone said to him like you look like Dominic Mysterio or something, so that was his comeback was to do the six one nine. That's why I love Walt. Um so Dominic hits the six one nine, goes for another frog splash, but Rollins gets the knees up. Uh, he then hits a stomp with Rey Mysterio looking on. Twenty two minutes altogether. A bit long for me, but yeah. for somebody's first match, really, really, really good. I think this was the longest match on the card, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it went on a bit long. It was a really good debut. I feel bad for Dom, though, because Pat McAfee <laughs> had one of the greatest wrestling debuts of all time the night before. Like, honestly, the guy was insane. Like, it was such a great match. <laughs> and, like, so Dominic, like, looked good. But Pat McAfee was just doing the same thing with, like, Storyline times, less wrestling. I think they've both been wrestling training for a long time. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, that's, that's why I felt a bit bad for Dom. But it was it was still yeah, it was great to be honest. It, it went on a bit long. I think it was a, probably around the fifty minute mark. I think I just thought oh, it's been on a bit now. Yeah, twenty two yeah, minutes for a debut match is a long time. Uh, yeah, I would have liked to see him take three or four minutes off this and put it on the last match. Yeah, yeah, just to <laughs> mandate a tattoo on the table. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, bless her. <laughs> but yeah, what next for Dominic? What would you do with next week? Ah, uh, this is going to surely next weekend because payback's like six days time from now. Surely yeah. it's got to be a tag match between those two. I was thinking that, but I, I think for Dominic's sake, you've got. For me, you've got two options because I think he needs to get away from Mysterio. Yeah. So I, I would have us put him that, send him to NXT and just let him wrestle. Or yeah. because of this match, he could like, earn Rollins' respect or something and they become Rollins' new disciple. Oh, he turns on his dad. Yeah. Because his dad did get involved when he told him not to. Yeah. Even though he was going to lose an eye, but that's heel logic, isn't it? Or he could, um, yeah, or he could. Keep losing and blame his dad. And Rollins said, "Look, you, you had something against me. If you join me, I can make you win." Yeah, that'd be more interesting. But also a tag match, I think. Yeah, I think the tag and match is going to happen. The tag match, he could lose the tag match, or Ray could lose the tag match. Oh, there's a miscommunication between the two. Yeah, I think yeah. for me that's what needs because it's always the same with um, sons. So like Ted DiBiase Jr. was a massive thing of it. He was a really good wrestler, but. You keep lightning to his dad, and he tried to do the million dollar man thing, and then just end up becoming a crappy copy of the dad. Yeah, I think it's probably only Charlotte Flair who's kind of really lived up to that. Yeah, and okay. yeah, well, look at. Um... Should we got to cut the rock? Yeah. Randy, Randy yeah. Orton. Yeah, yeah, but Randy Orton's never been a cowboy. <laughs> be great, though, if it was. <laughs> yeah. Cow- cowboy Randy Orton. Yeah. I mean. Was that the cast? Cody Rhodes, I mean, he does went on the roads bit too much for me. To just let him beat other wrestlers, so you could have yeah. like, uh, like Goldust. He didn't do anything as uh, Dustin Rhodes. Nah, but he's he, when he was someone completely different is when he made his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Well, there's rumours that he's going to change his name to Prince Mysterio soon. Dominic, I did see that in an interview because he wants to wear a mask as well, doesn't he? Yeah. So, but then he's not going to wear a mask in Rollins' group, is he? Be interesting to see what he got. But but yeah, I thought that hood was going to be the mask. He also said, didn't he? So he's not just going to put a mask on. He wants a mask to come as the right thing. Yeah. So maybe he goes on a losing streak and then puts the mask on and becomes really good. Yeah, like that. Um, what's that? That film, the main event. <laughs> where that, that dumb little kid finds that mask and becomes a wrestler. <laughs> oh, I've never seen it. No, it's just on Netflix. It's on Netflix. I've not seen it. I've just seen oh, that. Really? There'll be the real one where it's like this kid, like the twelve-year-old kid, finds a wrestling mask and joins NXT. <laughs> <laughs> classic stuff, absolutely classic. Stuff. I'll, I'll check out on Netflix the main event. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I just think if Dominic is stuck with Ray, then you everyone's can become apparent that he's not Ray Mysterio. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I don't want him to use the six-one-nine as a finisher going forwards. Yeah, I'm saying right now. I'm glad yeah. he got his own music. Yeah. And not just yeah, yeah, because that makes him different. It depends what they do. They've got they can go a few ways, but just don't ruin him early on. Yeah, I don't think it will. I think he showed a lot of potential. I think he could be there for a while. Yeah, I do. I I think I think Ray's just signed on for another three years, hasn't he? Which is a big investment. I presume that comes with with Dominic Dominic as well. Yeah, or assurances for Dominic. Yeah, because he's got well, he's a mysterious, so he's going to have 
Some it's probably yeah. It, I don't it's safe training for three years, but he's probably been training since he was about five years old. And obviously, Eddie Guerrero was a big part of his child as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So he probably knows all the Guerreros and all their kids. They probably yeah. all wrestle each other. Conan. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's Jay Lethal. the weird one. Yeah. Con, <laughs> Con, Conan's going to come back as his manager. Call he was him a, a strawberry. He was a he was a decent manager in uh, for Prince Puma. Yeah, was he? I don't see that. <laughs> <laughs> it was all right. Um, oh. Conan's name on this one. Like yeah, you've mentioned Jeff Jarrett and you've mentioned Conan. <laughs> it's just so angry. <laughs> well, Dolph Ziggler's name been on it. You mentioned him as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we didn't get a, an advert for uh, WrestleMania WWE 24. Yeah. In, are you a fan of the 24? Uh, I don't watch all of them, but I always watch the WrestleMania ones. It's been really good. And I watched the the Edge one this year was so good actually. Edge one, that was the first one I've ever watched. The Edge one. Yeah, but the, the ones after WrestleMania are normally really good. Um, this one was obviously a bit weird. I watched it this morning actually before I recorded this. Is it worth watching? Yeah, it doesn't really go into how the it just goes. Triple H just pops up and goes, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're doing the promo set now." By the way, um, it just it, I feel really because they focus on Rhea Ripley for a long time, and I feel really bad for her. Because she's 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 walking around the stadium like oh god eighty thousand people or mum and dad are coming across from Australia biggest mm-hmm. moment of my life and then she's doing a warehouse. I didn't mind her losing, but then she should have beat Charlotte. Yeah, that was that was the weird part. Now she's just in um the feud with Raquel Welch, whatever she's called, not Raquel, um, Raquel, whoever it is, NXT, the car the car bodyguard. Yeah. That's the that's her next feud. Yeah, I mean she's got so she's only really young, isn't she? Yeah. So maybe she's got time. But yeah. oh, she's still got plenty of time. She's not bad. And, and Drew as well, obviously. You got you got focused on a lot. Yeah. yeah. And he did say, didn't he? Not everyone's gonna remember this WrestleMania. Yeah, that's what he said in the end when he came he came around to it. Because I didn't realise he was in Scotland filming the advert, you know, where he's on the hills. Oh, yeah. When the pandemic and they just like they had to bring him up and like, by the way, you're coming up now. Oh makes yeah. <laughs> Okay, imagine if he hadn't got there. Exactly, yeah. That would have been both main yeah, events. Yeah, Braun Strowman's story was really cool as well because apparently he wasn't he didn't have a match, so he'd driven all the way back to Wisconsin like 21 hours. Yeah. And he rang and went, oh, we need you. Um, so we sent a plane, so he literally got to his destination and got a plane back to uh, back to Florida. I mean, it's worked out well for him, hasn't it? And then beat Goldberg. Yeah, he got his first title shot just for being a big lad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a, not a great title run, but we'll get to that later on. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, but speaking of title runs, we've got another title match coming up. We've got Asuka against Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's title. So this is Asuka's second match of the night. Um, it goes 11 minutes. Obviously, Asuka's had two matches, so she's done 20-odd minutes in, in total. There is some good psychology in this. Sasha does go after the same knee as Bailey. Um, then there's an absolutely... One of the worst sounding things that I've ever heard. So Asuka misses a kick on the apron and Sasha hits a sunset bomb onto the floor. Mm-hmm. Oh my Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful and sounded horrendous at the same yeah. time. Asuka said this morning that she basically just said it was just her back and she was fine. But it looked brutal. It looked like a red bounce. I mean, yeah. it looked I like a neck so or head doing or it as well. Yeah. Um, it was one of the good points in this. Uh, Asuka, Asuka reversed the double knees. So Sasha's like, she's been doing the top three award thing. She's the double knees, don't she, from the top yeah. row. She reversed that into a face buster than a knee bar. 
Um, there was a, a DDT from like the second row, but like the wrong way. So normally they spin, don't they? But Asuka didn't, if that makes sense. So Sasha's head was still facing the turnbuckle, which just, again, looked incredible. Uh, and then we get to the finish. So we've got the same situation as the first match. So Asuka goes for the running hip attack. Uh, and Bailey's on the apron this time, but she moves out the way and doesn't get sacrificed like Sasha did. Um, so Bailey then sort of just gets knocked off. Asuka hits the Asuka on Banks to win, and she's the new Raw champion. You said you enjoyed the story. What did you make of this match? Oh, this match was awesome. I thought this match was really... It was a lot better than the first one, I thought. I thought it, was just... it was just brutal, wasn't it? Like, I'm pretty really, sure they were really, doing... really hard hitting. Like... Like how Asuka survived this, I have no idea to be honest. <laughs> Some of those spots, but yeah, I, I thought this match was great. Probably the best match up to this point. It, it was the story for me in this yeah. match. It was because not normally, like I remember the well, it's not really fair to compare, but when Seth Rollins had two matches in a row against Cena and and Sting, but Sting yeah. did get injured in the second match, and so it's not really fair. But that didn't really have yeah. any story between them both. Whereas this one directly led on. And it makes Bailey look worse. So they've got to be fielding next. Something's yeah, got they've got to be. Like, this was, like, obviously, like... I saw a few people say, oh, Sasha tapped out, so it's not Bailey's fault. They've bought... But it's also the, the argument that Bailey should have got involved. So both of them have got, like, a legitimate point. Yeah. You know, like, Bailey's like, well, you tapped out anyway. Sasha's like, yeah. well, if you'd have took that hit on the, on the ring ropes, then I could have won. Yeah, like, I did feel. Yeah. Which then makes... Both, both Bailey's got, got a bit of heel, aren't you? Bit of problem that. Like, yeah, oh, Bailey's got a bit of heel anyway. I said she's just annoying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, because I don't know who they're going to defend against on Sunday at Payback. They've announced that they're defending them. But Iconics? That's the only tactic I could think of. Unless it's, Alexa and, unless it's Alexa and Nikki, and because that storyline didn't get advanced tonight at all. Um, yeah. They didn't really get mentioned, which is weird, but we'll, I guess we'll cover that in the main event. Um. And they kind of move it on that way, but they're gonna lose the title surely at the week at the weekend. I think that's what's gonna happen. And then they have the big blow off at Clash of Champions. I think's been announced for like mid September. Yeah, that has been the. I think that's maybe why they've got payback so quick for this match. Yeah, I have the no only idea. match the only match they've announced, and it's gonna. They must have done it for these two because they've been a massive part of both shows. Yeah. I think they've done it to get them because if it, they, they waited another month, the story might not have been advanced. This needs to be advanced quickly, I yeah. think. They need to then lose it again. Yeah, I just find it a bit weird though that like WWE, like no secret, have been struggling in the ratings recently. Yeah, so if they were gonna have like a rematch or a tag match like a week after these, like why not put it on SmackDown or Raw? Yeah, I don't know. It just feels weird to have a pay per view to so just take your, big, your best matches off TV again. When you kind of struggle in the ratings, but the yeah. WWE standards obviously getting like you know no offense to the internet, but they are the highest rated wrestling company. Uh, yeah, but obviously they're not getting the ratings they want at all. I think SmackDown just got over two million, which I think for Fox is apparently not that great, and obviously Raw is just like hovering around the, the lowest ever mark. Is um, it because though they can say, oh, because it was on the network? I don't know. It's pay per view, isn't it? They still count it as pay per view, so they're yeah. gonna get more money, or they're gonna get. I don't know. There must there must be a way of doing it. I must just be to get or is it because they, subscribers. They think this is a big story, and they don't want 
it to look like it was the re- this is the reason why they've got low yeah. ratings. I, I don't know. Guess, I guess there seems to be like the Intercontinental title seems to be exclusively on TV at the moment, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So maybe that's just what they're, they're doing. But, but yeah, I, I'd have thought they would just put it on TV. But I'm, I'm fine with an extra extra content. And it's nice <laughs> to have a pay-per-view on a bank holiday. Yeah, yeah, it's good to stay for watching what we're taking the watch And yeah. like certain Terry Peters who thinks his yeah. judgment important yeah. and us. Staying at work, yeah. Who's yeah. he work for? Is it the NHS? What's he doing? I know. Thinks he's a hero, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um so what next for Asuka? Who do you think she's gonna feud with? Uh, hopefully. It's gonna be Shayna Bezer, right? I'd like to So see she that. came on a pre shirt and they were like Oh, but Nia Jax has also said that she wants a title shot. So maybe they're going to Shayna and Nia first. Shayna and Nia are at payback. Shayna Bears has got to win. She has to win because they... No, won. I think they're going to do Shayna and Nia in Raw Underground. Oh. That would be interesting. A Shana disappointing can... lack of Raw Underground on SummerSlam. Yeah. SummerSlam Underground. <laughs> Shane, like, really yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I thought I mentioned it at least. Um, that would I would like to see Shayna Baszler. I think the, if they do it for stuff like that, Raw and the it might work out. Yeah, Shayna versus Asuka is going to be really good though when it comes to it. I also didn't realize that Shayna Baszler's party. Like, if they're going to pull the trigger, they need to do it soon. They missed the chance. They should have pulled the trigger at the Royal Rumble, and they should have pulled the trigger at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, especially knowing yeah. that. Yeah, I guess they didn't know at the time, obviously, because Becky wouldn't have wrestled if she was pregnant. Yeah. yeah. That's when they should have done it. Yeah, for sure. And she looked like an absolute beast. After that, because they basically ruined the Elimination Chamber event, so she put her over. Like, not really yeah. funny, but it wasn't great because she she beat everyone. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they, you, but they got to do that match soon between Asuka and Shayna. That looks got, see... got to. Yeah, see that next. Uh, I think Na- I think Naomi's been built up as the challenger on the SmackDown side. Right. Did that turn each event? I, th- I think. I can't remember what Sasha's home brand is. I'm presuming it's SmackDown. I think it is. Yeah, I can't even remember how she ended up with the role in so She beat Asuka for it. Yeah, because she's allowed to be on both shows, doesn't Because she's tag champ. Oh, right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. So right, we're looking forward to that. That'd be two good matches. Sasha, they're, they're WrestleMania matches, I think. But they can't keep this feud going on to WrestleMania, can they? No, I just make Clash of Champions a big deal. I I like the concept of Clash of Champions. Every title's on the line. Yeah, yeah, that only title matches only. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I don't like it. That that year when he had like Kevin Nash and CM Punk or whatever it was in the main event. Yeah, that ended up being Triple H, didn't it? Yeah, title matches only for me. Every championship. There's enough of them now. Exactly. Yeah, if you think there was two titles not even on this card. Yeah, so you got your two worlds, two mid cards. Women's two tag well. teams, two women's, then your women's tag team. Yeah. 24 7 skits throughout. Great. Yeah, there, there we go. So book it, WWE. Book Asuka, Shayna yeah. Baszler, Sasha Banks Bailey. Um, right then, speaking of titles, we've got our first men's championship match, the WWE championship match. Randy Orton against the champion Drew McIntyre. The video package for this was. I was going to say that it, at the time I thought this is the best one they've done so far, but I prepared the one after it. Yeah. This was just good stuff, good shit. Yeah. Rand, Randy Orton. He, he, if you I could start a wrestling company tomorrow, Randy Orton is my number one pick, 100%. He's the best heel in wrestling. 
Well, if you were to build a Schwarzenegger from the ground up, <laughs> it'd look like Randy Orton. He's just... Is anything he can't do? He's the only one who has all this potential who's actually lived up to his potential. Yeah. He's yeah. genuinely... Well, I, I like how he built that into the storyline as well. Yeah. He's had chance after chance after chance, whereas Drew McIntyre didn't. He failed, yeah. he, had to, he got released and he had to start again. Yeah, there was a cutting line there, wasn't there? Um, yeah. By McIntyre. <laughs> like yeah. Cleaning up your literal shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean that, yeah, that is true. I absolutely love. I think McIntyre is great at a certain type of promo. Randy Orton's brilliant at promos. The promos down the camera, just, I just think they're so good, especially for video packages like that. When yeah. McIntyre is brilliant at it. Where he looks straight at the camera. Yeah, they've been in the performance center era as well. They've been really good to do them because there's no crowd anyway, so why not? Like that one that Edge did. Yeah. Before was it before WrestleMania? Before the greatest match ever. Whichever one it was. Yeah. It was just so intense. He stared on the camera straight for like five minutes. Yeah. It was, it was just so yeah. good. Joe McIntyre, again, Joe McIntyre, I do feel really sorry for him because his championship reign, he's been with no fans. And also, like, there was shots of him, like, on the um, the Scottish Hills and he was talking. And it reminded me of an episode of Coast. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Oliver. Yeah, that was only downside. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, his beard's still black as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very black. Yeah. <laughs> just um, yeah. No shout out, for, no shout out to WCPW as well when he was like going for all independent. Was that in this one? Or was that in a WrestleMania documentary? They showed it. They showed it, but they didn't say who he was with. Yeah, it must be in a WrestleMania documentary. I watched them both, like not back to back, but one before I went to bed and one after when I got up. He got a really bad injury, didn't he, in WCPW? Yeah. He got a neck injury, didn't he? Because um, Joseph Connors did the. I mean, how on earth he could do that DDT on a six foot six block? I've got no idea. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, so he, he was real salty about that. And I think it was Wade Killers or JR's podcast, like real salty about it. Well, he came back and won the title, didn't he, from him? Yeah. yeah. But I think he, he, he said um, he should never have done it to me. Nobody's ever going to do that to me ever again. If yeah. I don't know who you are, you weren't doing anything to do with my head. Yeah. <laughs> Not Which is fair enough. Yeah. It's a big deal. I mean, everyone knew it's like when you when you watch him on his independent shows, he looks a cut above everyone else on there. He just looked like a big star, didn't he? Yeah, and you forget well, how big he started. is. I remember, even, I remember even Cody Rhodes looking really impressive, visually impressive compared to everyone else. Yeah, on those what culture shows, they just look like big stars, didn't they? And it's just not about them. I think it's what Triple H says, isn't it? Anybody can be a wrestler, yeah. but not everyone can be a superstar, and that's why they're called yeah. superstars. Yeah. It's the you same as when you watch, when you watch uh, like a Sunday league football, a bit different, like a semi-pro footballer and a Premier League footballer. Premier League footballers just look, well, they obviously they are more talented, but some of them, they just look, they've got an aura, aren't they? Yeah. But they look like big deals. Yeah. Um, but Joe McIntyre is a just colossal of a man, isn't he? Um, so there's a weird little video of Shawn Michaels supporting Drew. Um, I still can't look at Shawn Michaels with short hair. Uh, also, Shawn Michaels, get out. Right, do you know why? <laughs> raw, raw. He gets punt kicked, and then he crawls to the corner. You don't yeah. do that on a punt kick. You, you're out. You're done. You're done. Yeah. Everyone, everyone goes down for the punt kick. It's the most well protected move in WWE by far. Yeah. Like you don't normally if you're on there, you don't be on the next show. You're done. 
Yeah, well, I mean, Husqvarius ended. Yeah. <laughs> he got punk kicked, that was it. And became a cult leader. Yeah. <laughs> kicked in the head so hard, he thinks he's a fiend. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, not a fan of Shawn Michaels, then? <laughs> no, not in this circumstance. I just, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he was meant, he was just written like that, but it, it just looked bad that everyone yeah. else has been completely laid out, and then he's just up straight. Well, not up, but call into the corner. Capable of doing something, yeah. Yeah. I uh, this was my favourite match on the card. 20 minutes long it was. Um, starts off... Uh, this is why I just love Randy Orton. So he just rolls out the ring straight away. <laughs> just yeah. winding through McIntyre up. And it was really built as the RKO versus the Claymore. And we didn't get either. No, which I thought was awesome. I really... Just, like, they, they normally it's like... Match. Probably. Maybe payback. Yeah. I hope, I hope they wait. I think they can spin this out to Clash of Champions if they need to. Yeah. I also loved at the beginning because I was convinced, like most people on the internet, I think, that Randy Orton was going to win. Yeah, I was. And I, I liked how Drew McIntyre wouldn't let the title go. Yeah. You know, you give it the old kiss goodbye and stuff, and it's like, oh, he's losing. I just thought they really played into like those internet rumors. I think sometimes they must leak him on purpose. So, you know, so you expect him on. Yeah. Thing. I think they do. They must, like, those, those rumors must come from somewhere. Oh, they leak a big rumor like that. So the next or the next match, which we will, I won't say yet. Yeah. Nobody knows it's coming. You'll never see it coming. Yeah, I like how we like, should have known, shouldn't we, from the full yeah. show. We I will say that I, I kind of facetiously called it right at the beginning <laughs> of the show, but I didn't actually expect it to happen. Um, but, but yeah, I, I thought it was awesome, and yeah, the the backside obviously leaves it open to another match. That's not a definitive finish. No. I hope kind of Drew just wins against like a battle royal winner tomorrow night, someone else against a payback. Yeah. And then they carry on until Clash of Champions around the Because I can't think who else are going to build up in a short amount of time. Not in a like, week. Possibly Lashley, but he's already beaten once. Yeah. And he's already be- he's already beat Seth. Yeah. Who else do you who else do you pick? Keith Lee. Keith. Already? Would Strength you have him in the loop straight away? They did no, the thing. Put the, on, didn't they? put the championship on Keith Lee straight away. <laughs> Oh, no, I think I think you've yeah. got to build McIntyre. How about that? Keith Lee just comes in and wins it. Yeah, I, just, I don't know about that. Yeah, um, if it was a if it was a heel champ, if like the champ was someone like the Miz, I'd have just yeah. done that. Keith Lee wins the title on his first night. But yeah, he can't do it against McIntyre. Beast, yeah, yeah, he could win the United States. And I can't because Apollo's got it now. He's going to have to do something big tonight. But I thought Keith Lee just to get onto him because well, he's been announced obviously for all tonight. I think he's one of the few people who has been booked better on the main roster than he has the NXT roster. Like, do you remember what an absolute beast he was at Survivor Series? Yeah. And he the, was in the last two with Roman King Reigns. And the Royal Rumble as well. Yeah. Yeah, he was the only, the first one to stand up to Lesnar properly. Yeah. Lesnar was just like, shit, who's this guy? Like, they've booked him so well on the main roster that I'm pretty confident that he's going to be a world champ. I'm not going to say about the end of the year, but in the back... This time next year, I think he'll have been a world champ. Yeah, Keith Lee's got it all. Everything. I know. He literally got everything. There's, any, he can't, there's nothing he can't do. And like so, we, said, we said on the, you know, listen to Wednesdays. Because <laughs> yeah. we, did, we did discuss Keith Lee. The difference between him and Dijakovic yeah. is Keith Lee's just immense. It's about charisma as well. He just stands and looks real pleased with himself, which I just love. I don't know why. Masking his glory. Do you remember seeing yes. him live? He had he had it, didn't he? Yeah, we've seen him at 
progress here progress, progress. it was him and i also saw access he was also access when i yeah and he lost the last sullivan yeah that access but it was carefully uh somebody else can't remember it was against um walter and marcel bartel yeah you suck marcel bartel. <laughs> yeah and him and walter standing off which is got money oh, on standoffs are just great the one against Roman, I can't get over that. It was just amazing. Sometimes, you know, people, I do like the sort of smaller, more athletic wrestlers. But you just want to see two big lads like him. Yeah, but this guy is an athletic wrestler. Yeah. He's just also a massive lad. He's like the size of Mark Henry, but he flies like Rey Mysterio. He's yeah. insane. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I honestly can't wait. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I know everyone's been slagging off to me recently, but at the moment, like, I'm just enjoying it that much that I'm considering buying it PT Sport for an extra 25 quid a month. To watch just to get back into it again because I've not really been watching it since it's Car Sky Sports like properly couple of highlights yeah I think I'm just really interested in the moment I'm looking at all of it I'm liking AEW I'm liking NXT I'm liking Ron Smackdown just like wrestling yeah, yeah. God, that's what you want isn't it there's that much wrestling that you can find something you like yeah but yeah I have this but I thought this pay-per-view was the best pay-per-view they've done since the lockdown Oh yeah, by far. By far. But yeah. even better. I'd really enjoyed WrestleMania, but I thought it was better than WrestleMania. Yeah. Um so Randy Orton Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre retains. Let's move on to the next match. Well before that we've just discussed him, but Keith Lee's joining Raw if you didn't know. Oh, is that when it was an hour? I can't remember when it was announced. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, maybe he might face McIntyre, I don't know. But no. Randy and, and Drew have got a bit of time, haven't they? I just don't want Keith Lee to lose straight away. Yeah. Well, they and, might not do, because that's what everyone was saying about Karrion Cross. Oh, he's got a title match too early. He's going to lose. Anyone? Yeah. Yeah, but McIntyre and Orton have got a... They can't yeah, this, this likes that. enough feud. There's no need to... You know, I'm, I'm fantasy booking here, but it's, there's no need to break up that feud to put Keith Lee in it just yet. And it legitimises McIntyre. Yeah. In fact, it, I think they've announced Hell in a Cell for, like, 1st of November. This Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre could go to Hell in a Cell. I would love to see that. And Randy Orton's good enough to pull it off in, in an empty arena, more than I trust most wrestlers. Randy Orton is one of the greatest of all time. I don't care what anyone says. But yeah, so let's fantasy book that instead. This goes all the way through to Hell in a Cell. McIntyre. Would you keep it on McIntyre or would you put it on Orton? Yeah, keep it, keep it on Drew. Because Orton... Because I think when the crowds like, get back in... Champion, yeah, he's he's nearly at Cena's. He's not quite yeah. at Cena's. Because he did pitch like an idea. like They should have Orton versus Cena with the both on 16 and Flair's in the co- one of the corners. Oh, that would be good. That would be good. But you've got a while. Because Cena's busy at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, but Cena doesn't need to win anymore. Yeah. Uh, no, he does. Because his last title run was two weeks. It just really it gets to me. Yeah, no, but he's still, what I'm saying is he's already won the 16th one, though, hasn't he? Yeah, and he's, yeah, he should, I don't know, one of them two, that'd be great, wouldn't it, to break it, but Rick Flair's there. How would you have, you'd have to have a vacant title. No, because one of them would be on the, no, yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Well, one of them would already be on 17, anyhow. Well, if they're both on 16, and the one that would... Oh, maybe that's it, and, like, Randy Orton's on 16, but he's trying to stop Cena, I don't know, like... Either way. Yeah, you would have to have a vacant title. Right, it? Yeah. Tournament final or something, I don't know. We could do something. Be good, right? But yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna fantasy book Drew on all the way to Hell in a Cell. But I think like when the crowds come back, 
the first shot should be all the power should go off the crowd are looking insane. It just dies down a bit. Then Drew McIntyre's music hits and he, he's the first wrestler who comes out when yeah. all the, the crowds are back. That'd be awesome. With the championship. Yeah. Just to say, like, no, this is just Dino. Yeah, because he should be the... I think he could easily be the new face. Yeah. And that's it, and it's just been so hard for him at the moment because he's not been challenged in front of a crowd yet. Yeah. It must be, you know, you know, because everyone's like, oh, it's like it's not Diesel. Diesel bombed, but I don't think like the crowd, the, the people are turning off because Drew McIntyre is champion. I think they're turning off because it's awkward to watch wrestling in the warehouse. People might turn back on though. Though now they've got the Thunderdome. I think they will. Like SmackDown's reign start go back up again, didn't they? So yeah, because it was. Happened. And like obviously last night's show was great, so that's more interesting. Like I'm more interested in watching Raw SmackDown this week than I've been for a long time. Yeah, I think that does help. But let's get on to the last match. So this is for the Universal Championship match. Balls can't anywhere. We've got Braun Strowman, the champion, against The Fiend. And the video package for this was incredible. It was like a horror film. It was so good, so well put together. Whoever whoever did, did this needs a hell of a lot of credit. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. It, did, it felt like a film, didn't it? Like, it felt like a horror a... film, didn't it? Yeah, and I, I know that Cole ruined it, didn't he, by going, let's say they're like two movie monsters. Like, fuck's sake, Cole. You don't, you don't have to say everything. Like, yeah. let us just wake stuff out. You know what I mean? Like, stop telling us everything that's happened. Yeah. Like, we could work. We, we, we both faced it out. We didn't need to be told. But yeah, it's, it's, the way they were building up to it, it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. It was like a, yeah, like a blockbuster movie type trailer, wasn't it? Rather than just a so build up to a match. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the Strowman Express. Has that been a thing for a while? Yeah, I thought they would have stopped it now as like a heel. Oh, right. I thought, was, I, I thought it was quite interesting that they, they parents in booze for him and cheers for the Fiend. Yeah, but he has been... Well, I don't of... know how the Thunderdome works. I presume that it's like half sweet and half crowd noise. I'm guessing so. Yeah. But the, yeah um, I thought the Strowman Express would have kind of... The sort of stop. dealing with Strowman as everybody changes when they go against the Fiend, don't they? And so Strowman's not himself, so it's definitely a heel. There was definitely a heel turn, the way he acted today. Well, everyone's turned heel after the fiend, don't they? Apparently, and Danny Brown turned everywhere, didn't he? Yeah, where well, he uh, threw Alexa Bliss about. Yeah. So he's definitely yeah. the heel. Yeah. Then the fiend also did the mandible glory on Alexa Bliss. So what was the face? <laughs> I don't know. But I guess that's the <laughs> thing with no crowds. You don't have to decide. No, you can just watch it for what it is. Yeah. Um, so it started off pretty strong. Strowman was charging at the Fiend. The Fiend just laughs at him, which is stuff you can get away with with no crowd because you can zoom right in and hear what they're saying. Yeah. Which is one of the good things about not having a crowd. Um, Strowman then just goes pretty mental, uh, smashes the Fiend through the barricade, chokes Lambs him on the announce table, which was the strongest announce table in the world. Oh my God. McIntyre went on it twice, didn't go through yeah. it. The Fiend is 300 pounds there, didn't go through it. Well, it's because obviously they're scared about Retribution getting in and wrecking the place, so they've reinforced everything. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Maybe Retribution. I'm surprised he didn't just change the ring ropes to just steal bars. So yeah. get through <laughs> them. Oh, God. Yeah, but yeah, I'm surprised it didn't go through. Um, obviously, it's a false got ever match, so they do fight backstage. Um, Strowman kicks out from two from her sister, Abigail. Uh, that was backstage in the sort of gorilla position, but there was nobody there, which is weird. Oh, no, unless they all scared because they knew it was coming, but where's Vince? Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I want to see. I wanted a Bruce Pritchard cameo. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I see, just sat there as brother love. <laughs> yeah, just Bruce, just there. I always, I guess I listen to the podcast. I always pop with Bruce on screen. Yeah, I got yeah. like your mate who's doing. It's like your mate who's doing well, me. Yeah, come on, come on, it is. It's no right to be back at the readers, but it's see. It's a good story. Um, Strowman somehow gets bust open on the top of his head. It just looked horrible. Yeah, I don't like cuts on the head, top of the head. Like that when he went through the um, whatever it was next to that TV backstage, it like it looks like some sort of shelf or something. Like coat hangers or something, wasn't it? Yeah, he got through. Was he got through into it? Or was that Bray who got through into that? Yeah, Strowman got through into yeah. it. And that's why he did it on his on his new. Yeah, because the end of this one came out bald. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, strange. Um, so they got the fight back to the ring. Um, Strowman hits a, his second power slam of the match. Finn kicks out again. Strowman gets angry again. Gets a Stanley knife. Thinking, where the hell's this going? Oh, God, yeah. I thought it was like some sort of New Jack special. <laughs> um, he then cuts the ring apart. So the mat. Is he the first person to ever cut the mat? Everybody else just rips it, don't they? Lesnar take it. Lesnar right. just ripped it apart, didn't he? I don't know. How do you get your hands in? Did you get it from the side of the apron, though? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, because he didn't do a very good job. I no. was looking at his lines. I was like, what are you doing, mate? But also, it's a false count anyway, Madge. Just take him to the steel, <laughs> yeah, the steel yeah. ramp on the concrete floor. <laughs> yeah, that is If true. it was no DQ, fair enough. But it's false count anyway, so why go to all the effort to... Like I, I don't know. Like I've only like been in wrestling rings a very short amount of time, but I've got to imagine that falling on concrete is going to hurt more than falling on like what spring spring loaded wood. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Wood's got some. Unless you just thought he was going to give him a splinter. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought he made like Sean look a bit of a dumbass, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, but I thought he made him look a bit weak because I'm sure nobody else has ever cut the ring like that. They just rip yeah. it up. Yeah, because I was like, God, he's again that dark that he's just going to stab his... We've had, like, dark stuff recently. You know, remember Sarah's <laughs> lost an eye? I thought, is he just going to stab the face? Smash him with a Stanley yeah. knife. You know, he's built up, like, built up like a horror movie. Yeah. And also, okay. where was Alexa? Surely she was going to play a big part in this. Uh, yeah, I thought that. And for it to not be there at all. Unless she's playing the injury, because Stroma beat her up on the mandible claw and the... Yeah. Oh, Nikki Cross, I thought we might have got involved. Yeah. She's the other start, side of this, isn't she? That's, it's going to carry on, though, I think. I don't yeah. know. Is it going to carry on? Um, so, Strowman cuts cuts the mat to get to Exposed Woods. Um, doesn't actually do anything on it. The Fiend hits two Sister Abigails onto the wood. And he wins. He's the new champion. So, before we get to what happens next, what did we think of the match? It started off really well. First five minutes were mental. Then yeah. it just got a bit slow. And I thought the, the finish was a bit underwhelming. Like yeah, I'm glad that the, the next part happened like the way it did because this was a bit like even Cole was just like oh I guess we're in the champ now. <laughs> like, it just don't you really think, care. Cole knows what's going to happen next. He must have done. Yeah, he's he must saving his thing for that one. Eh? But it was just a bit like yeah yeah, Carsfield won. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it just felt a bit. It just felt. It was a bit like the Sonya and Mandy match. It was just like ended. You've done like three finish moves and it's just finished. It just felt a bit weird. Yeah. What do we think of Braun Strowman's title run then? Oh, it was terrible. Like, who did they feud with? The, yeah, Miz, the Miz and John Morrison. For like, that was, that was the same, really. And then obviously he lost to Bray last pay-per-view, but it was in a non-title match. And it wasn't really a match. So he beat Bray Wyatt, didn't he? Is that all he's done? Yeah. 
And he ended up in a yeah, and he built it beat the Miz and John Morrison in like a handicap or a triple threat, whatever it was. It was a handicap, um, but which one of them won was the yeah. winner? It's not done a lot with the title. Did he do anything? Is that all the pay per views? Might be. I think that's all he's done, yeah. I guess he was a makeshift champion, like he was never planned to win it. He was just pushed in, but he must but have... it, Yeah, it's been a bit disappointing, to be honest. Continue to beat Goldberg for it. Goldberg would beat the Fiend, and yeah. Yeah, it was just underwhelming yeah. for his face. I mean, they should have pulled the trigger on him a year earlier. Oh yeah, they should have pulled the trigger on a long, long time before him. But I think when he got to this point, it was just like, okay, nice one, this champion. He might do some of it, but he never really had anything to do. No, I guess the Bray Wyatt one was natural, but a natural storyline. But I don't think the Fiend needs to be in a title picture for one. No, because look, look, like he's gonna lose it, right? So everyone is listening now, just to warn your fans. He's gonna lose it. He's yeah. gonna lose the title. At some point, he has to. He's not going to hold on to it till he retires. So get prepared for the fiend to lose, and he's not getting buried. I mean, he might get buried. I don't know, but like losing the title doesn't mean you're buried. Right, but I like in the fiend to the Undertaker. Obviously, he's got a long way to go before he's anywhere near yeah. the Undertaker's aura. But the Undertaker is what like an eight-time champion, so he must have lost eight times. Yeah, but he's never, yeah, he never won it that that many times actually, did he? I, I don't I, think like, at the beginning. I think he won it yeah. more in like his his like. Normal person run as it were. Yeah, but yeah, because it's not now. It's like he's got to lose again now because they've got to get the belt off him somehow. And that's the issue with booking monsters as champions. You got to lose unless you book him in a three way or something. Yeah, and he more or less just just about got away with the Goldberg one because he beat Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah, but I don't see how they're going to get. He's obviously going to lose to to Roman Reigns at some point. I presume yeah. that's the way it's going to go. But yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I, but I think, yeah, like Kane, never, Kane had two titles. He didn't, never didn't need him. Yeah, the whole famer. Yeah, like you, if you're a monster, you don't, you don't need the title because you got to lose. Yeah. So it's another defeat for the fiend. Like I said, the Goldberg one, he more, they more or less just about got away with. I didn't, I didn't like it, but I could see is what they were trying to go it, for. Is that the fact because it was Goldberg? I think as well as it's a bit of that. It just didn't. I felt like Roman Reigns versus the fiend was a more intriguing match to me. Mm. At the time, Goldberg versus Reigns was like obviously the Reigns was going to beat Goldberg. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, so just put Goldberg in matches like the one he had against Dolph, where just but, Dolph just bumps around for him. But then also, did they think that? I just do Goldberg Cena because like you don't know who's going to win. It's all it also really doesn't matter that much. It's just it's more just intriguing. Is it though that they use Goldberg because they don't? Somebody has to be the first to beat the Fiend, don't they? Yeah, so why make it Goldberg again, I guess? But no, but use Goldberg to set the heat. Oh, Goldberg's going to beat him. And yeah, Goldberg's I guess not going to be there anymore. They're planning for crowds, are they? Yeah, so they know, some, they know that whoever's yeah. going to beat the Fiend's going to get booed. Oh, let's just use Goldberg. Yeah. We'll get rid it's of him. Obviously, they ruined Rollins, didn't it? But yeah, I just want to have the Fiend in the title. The, the Fiend in the title pitch is kind of being a disaster. Yeah, really. he's not needed. Like, it ruined. Seth Rollins was going to be face of the company. It kind of ruined that. I mean, he didn't help himself. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't help himself. But I mean, I mean, to be fair, I, I liked him more from what he was saying. But yeah, I guess <laughs> some of the rest of the fans, it didn't help. But, but then, yeah, then he's then like you know he's had that match in Saudi Arabia against Goldberg. Yeah, he's lost there. It just it didn't work, and now they're doing the same thing again. It kind of killed Braun Strowman's title reign, really. Yeah, it's been just yeah, insane. just just keep him out of the title picture. It's a really intriguing character. It's one of the best characters they've ever done. He's well protected, which is good. Yeah. But just doesn't need a title. You can't have a well protected champion, can you? 
I I assume they've made some orders fiend belts. Maybe it's sold a lot. I think they're on the WWE shop one, aren't they? That was fifty percent online. If you ever want to buy a belt, make sure you buy it during the pay per view. They're always fifty yeah. percent off. It's that fiend one's like six grand in it. They do not make many then. Oh, is it six hundred? Six grand might be a bit much. It must be. 600. But they're all they're all handcrafted though, aren't they? Oh, right, it's going to be so a lot. Might, might be six grand. I yeah. I don't like the belt, the fiend belt. No, it's rubbish. But it's it's always merch, isn't it? But it doesn't make any sense. They're doing too many personalized belts now. Do loads. Yeah, I don't like them. Signature series, aren't they? Yeah, I just I think you just have yeah. the belt. Never want to win the belt. I don't even like the name plates on the sides. Oh, I'll be fan I mean, Jinder oh. Mahal got a lot of slagging for just having Jinder Mahal in us out. Baylor's is him. Baylor's hasn't got Baylor in us out of their belts. Yeah, but it's literally in the way, though, isn't it? Jinder yeah. Mahal literally just said Jinder Mahal at first. <laughs> Until they got a new logo that liked the Taj Mahal. But yeah, before then, yeah. it was just Jinder Mahal. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have any t shirts or anything, did he? When he became champion. Okay, so that was ridiculous. Um, right then, so that so the Fiend is the new champion. Out of nowhere. You didn't see it coming. We should have all seen it coming. They keep yeah. saying you didn't see it. won't see it coming. Roman Reigns spears the fiend. He then spears yeah. Braun Strowman. He then absolutely batters Strowman with a chair. Spears the fiend again and holds the belt above the fiend. And do you know what everybody's already talking about? The fact Roman Reigns got new teeth. Yeah, I didn't notice that at first. That's all I, I, Roman Reigns was trending on Twitter. So I had a quick look yeah. and it was just all on about the fact he's got new teeth. <laughs> What did you just, yeah, I've seen a lot of people comparing to um, Ross from Friends. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't even notice that at first. I, mean, maybe, I can't remember what his old teeth look like, but then. Uh, I guess it's white. It's whiter on there. Is it white or is it happening? Is I don't know. Is this Roman Reigns returning as a heel? So I saw this a lot on Twitter this morning, and I didn't really think it was. I don't think it is either. Because Strowman's a heel, established. Yeah. Bray Wyatt is possibly a is a heel that gets cheered though. Like, I think they know he's going to get cheered now. The fiend. But Bray Wyatt, actually... but he's a he's a heelish character. Yeah. But he was. I mean, some of the stuff he was saying. I think they're gonna. He's gonna take a storyline in a different way. Because he was saying like to Strowman, he's like, "You're nothing about me. There's no yeah. monster about me." Yeah. And then he was like saying to Bray Wyatt like. You know, you're just a freak in a mask, you couldn't handle it. So maybe he's coming back and saying, Look, this company's going to this shit while I've been gone. So, like, if, if, a bit like I, the Monday Night Messiah, then we'll see what his promo is on Friday. I he hope could he come does... out and say, like, Look, did you think really, if he goes and, like, did you really think I was going to wrestle in an empty warehouse? Yeah. Then, yeah, that's pretty cool because that's a heel turn all, all day long. I don't want him to come back and say, I did it for Alexa Bliss or something crap like that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But I mean, his T-shirt. He had a new T-shirt that said, "Wreck everyone, wreck, wreck everyone, and yeah. leave." So is he the leader of retribution? Is what we're saying. I've always wanted Roman Reigns to be just some a bit like Sandman, where he just comes yeah. down, kicks the crap out of someone, and leaves. Yeah. Doesn't say anything. Just an absolute silent killer. That's how I've always wanted yeah. Reigns to be. But yeah, it looks like they're going to book him in that more of that direction. But. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I didn't, I genuinely didn't see it coming. So I tweeted at the beginning of the show, like, "Oh, Roman Reigns get if it's coming," but I didn't actually think it was going to happen. I thought it was, I thought it was done for a long time. As long um, as it's all safe for him, yeah, yeah, that's all you want. Isn't it? I don't want him to come back too early. It's just, I think, just had the twins as well. 
Yeah, so I think everyone presumed it was because he was immunocompromised, but I think he said it was more to do with he had newborn twins at home, which is the same reason Daniel Bryan's not on the show at the moment. Yeah. Um, and uh, is it Riddick Moss? He was oh, he's, on, back, he's back as well. He was on Raw. But the answer, they, are, they weren't testing at the beginning. Yeah. Like, as much as I defend WWE, they, sh- they should have been testing right from the start. Oh, 100%. I think that's just Americans, yeah. aren't it? Yeah, how are AEW doing it from the beginning, weren't they? And at yeah. first, I, I think at first, like, tests were in short supply. So at that point, I was like, no, they both should have just cancelled the shows. Yeah. But I think once it became available, like, they, they clearly had tests available. Like, WWE should have been testing the same way the NBA were. And... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And whatever. Oh, all the, yeah, Premier League, all the other sports have done it. Um, so I guess it made me just feel safer to come back now. Maybe. Because I think Kevin Owens was the same one. He, he he took a few weeks off, anyway, but he said to Vince, like, look, everyone needs to wear a mask and you need to do this. And it was, a, from what I've read online, Vince was just like, yeah, right. Yeah, who yeah, wanted to make it say it didn't want to do it? A lot, yeah. I think a lot of the crowd didn't understand that the day, you know, the big yeah. NXT wrestlers, yeah, until they started wearing masks. So, yeah, I mean, I presume it's safe for now. There's it's a bigger arena, so they've got more space to be spread out backstage if they need to be. Um, and also for like Roman Reigns. And this is probably an issue that Drew McIntyre has had. He doesn't really look like a big star as much because he has been wrestling this like what little warehouse. Yeah, you're not going to see. You know, Brock Lesnar's not there. So why is McIntyre yeah, there? John Cena's yeah. there. You know what I mean? Like John Cena's not there. And also, there was the they had the advert right at the beginning of the show for like the ice cream bars. Yeah. And I thought this is WWE's biggest problem now because it was marketed by Roman, Becky, Cena. None of them are there, and the match I remember he's dead, so I will hold that against him. Yeah. Thank God. Good. Jerry's Yeah. Off <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm editing this one, so we're allowed to talk about dead people. But yeah, um, <laughs> it was just like none of the big stars are there. Yeah, all the, all the commercials and stuff—they've all got Roman Reigns or Becky in. And this and isn't the there. right. But now it's like the Thunderdome seems like a big deal. It felt what I enjoyed most about this show last night, and I think part of this was because Roman came back as well. It felt almost back to normal. Yeah, you could quite easily forget you were watching this show in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, because did not the I think the the screens made such a big difference and the yeah. noise and the everything. And because the fact, my, the, crowd, my... the fact the crowd moved tonight made a big difference. Like yeah, Friday Saturday wasn't so good. I thought oh, I don't know if this is gonna work, but they were really up for it on Sunday. But I think they kept changing people as well, didn't they? Yeah, someone looks a bit bored. Get him off. Pikachu yeah. made an appearance, which is weird. There was a guy in a clown mask. He was. Was that that guy? What's his name? Frank the clown. No, he was like oh. a scary clown mask. But yeah, I think yeah, I think the crowd noise makes a big difference because my favourite match so far, I mean it was a good match anyhow, was the greatest match ever. Yeah. And I think that's because they did the crowd and stuff. And I thought after yeah. that match they might start doing it, but they never did. Well other sports have done it for ages, haven't they? Yeah. You know, like, I got the Champions League panel last night as well. And you couldn't really tell that there was no crowd. I mean, yeah, you just watched the game. The fact that there was there was no crowd there. Yeah. But it didn't feel like it took it because they put the artificial crowd noise in the stuff, it didn't really take away from it. No, and they're getting better at doing the right noises. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought last time it was really good. Like, if you just kind of looked up, you would think it was just a full. Obviously, all the fireworks and the full, the lasers. Oh, the fiend's entrance. We're not really discussed that, but oh, spectacular. Who was that? His own head. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was. It's his old head from his old persona, I think. Yeah. He's the one really the, white. Not not the cult leader one. The one in between now that just didn't work really. Where he had dreadlocks and. So when he sort of started having like an 
octopus on his shirt or whatever. Yeah, stuff like Before that. Yeah. The leader of worlds. Yeah, so that, that period really, I think. Yeah, the West Bray Wyatt period. Yeah. But he's all up with his first title. Yeah. That period. You kind of forget about that because he had that awful match around here, aren't it? Um, oh, with the worms on the mat. Not, yeah, neither of their faults. It was just a stupid match. Like, yeah. Yeah, they rushed that field, completely rushed it. Mm-hmm. It's weird as well that the Fiend's not come back for Randy Orton, given that he didn't. He bent down and kind of started this all. Randy Orton's on Raw, though, isn't he? Yeah, there's a draft this year as well, isn't he? Triple H. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Oh, that's it, actually. We're talking about all these feuds. There's a draft coming up soon, apparently. Yeah, so they could just... Which also, apparently also involves NXT, so anything could happen, yeah. Uh, there was some wrestlers, I think, could do with going back down to NXT. Yeah. Like, like Sammy Zayn. Yeah, well, he's, he's not your all at the moment, is he? I don't think he wants to wrestle as much, does he? That's no, he was doing quite well as a manager. But yeah. Sami Zayn, um, Cesaro. Yeah, Cesaro's always one, isn't he? Go down and have some good matches. Dolph Ziggler could go back and have some good matches. No, Dolph Ziggler should be drafted to Velocity, not Heat. <laughs> this will go in. Made a bit, no. They're not going. This is it. Just not right? Shotgun Saturday night. That's where we're on there. Uh, um, Dolph Ziggler. I, but I did think Apollo Crews, but they're going to put the title on him. Yeah. But there's, a, I think even say Naomi could go back down. Yeah, get, she's not really doing a lot until until Friday actually when she beat Bailey in like two minutes. Yeah, sort of stuff. Natalia even. Yeah. It was on it. She did. Like, she's another one who could just she could go to Velocity as well. Aaron Dolph Velocity. Um, I just think is enough to just freshen it all up. Yeah. Yeah, Brizango have done well. It's like the kind of the mentors I need down there, really, really. Yeah. I presume that's what they do backstage. He'd like to think. Yeah. So. yeah, it's worked out well for them. It's worked out well for Finn Balor. He wouldn't do an out on them. Yeah. Slowly going to mediocrity. He's sort of semi main event now, isn't he? Yeah, he's, um, he had a good match with Timothy Thatcher. So, especially, I just think, they get rushed up too soon. Some of them do. Apollo Crews definitely did. Yeah. But then, like, look, yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah, I, Keith Lee's different, I think, because, I mean, yeah, Keith Lee, again, I just thought, they weren't doing a lot with him in NXT until he yeah. had that main roster run, the Savara series in there last year. And he's like a badass, and he was just like, right, okay, this is the guy. Well, it was his best of seven match, wasn't it? Yeah. Had, which sort of got everyone thinking, oh, great, Keith Lee's about, he's here. Yeah. And then he was he in one of the war games? Yeah, he was in war games, and the next night he was in the last, he got to the last two as the Savara series match. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah, carrying crossing and I spent much time there either. No, but he's also some of them don't need it. Some of them don't Although need actually, it. Actually, he's possibly injured, isn't he? Carrying cross. Yeah. Some I get need to go there to learn how to wrestle the WWE style. But yeah. carrying cross has been in TNA, and I know what people say like the last TNA, but TNA is a TV. have been on TV for a while, so they sort of know what's going on. Yeah, like AJ Styles came straight up, didn't he? Good boys yeah. did. Even Mike Bennett. Oh, Mike Canellis came straight onto the main roster, didn't he? That was just a waste of time, wasn't it? But then he ended up in rehab, didn't he? And just didn't really, didn't really work out for him, yeah. Yeah, I'm not everyone saying that they missed him, but if you ended up in rehab straight away, you're not going to get trusted, are you? Yeah, it was just kind of, yeah, just circumstances, wasn't it? Really? And then Maria got pregnant, didn't she? So she was off yeah. TV. The other reason yeah. he was there was because of Maria. Yeah. Sometimes it's just an happen with people. Yeah. Not everyone can work out. Not everyone can be WWE champion. No. That's the that's the thing in it. So you've got, and it, it, everyone we've got one right tangent here, but everyone like sort of says, oh, like so your NXT champions don't make it on the main roster, so like, well, 
it's a bit harsh saying Big E, but he's never been world champion. Bo Dallas has never been. Neville has never been. Uh, Bobby Roode never been. Um, all these people. But there's loads of other companies in the world where somebody's a main, the main guy and then the mid-card in another company. Yeah. Look at Joe Coffey. He was like um, in, in WCPW and uh, ICW. Mid-carder in one, the main event in the other. Yeah, same with Joe Henry was the other round, wasn't he? Yeah. And I'm sure so, Travis Banks was like a random mid-carder in what culture when he was like progress champion. Progress champion. champion, yeah. Same with Pete Dunn, actually. He was like a master deal in progress. <laughs> what culture just had him jobbing out to like everyone like, when he was there. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's only because NXT and WWE, well, NXT and Ron SmackDown are the same, yeah. but people are built for different shows. But I think as well, the problem with NXT is... Like it's very easy to get to the main. When you once you get to the main event level, you don't have to go back. Yeah. Because you can go to the main. You go to the main roster. So like the average person, it's changed a bit now because like obviously, Cole, Tommaso, Tommaso Ciampa, and um, Gargano have been there for ages. Yeah. But most of the time, it's been about a year, year and a half in NXT on TV. Yeah. Then you go to the main roster, so you can have a full character arc, and you get to the world championship. You lose it, and you you out you out you're on you're on the main roster. Doesn't when you're on the main roster. You can't always be in the main event program because only yeah. you can only have like two or three people in there. So you got to be doing something else further down the card. Like Biggie's yeah. had a fantastic run. Like Biggie's still got loads of time to be champion. Actually, Biggie's how many times yeah. has he been um, tag team champion? Is it one of the probably the more notable tag yeah. teams of the oh, past? I mean, it's like, yeah, it's got a Hall of Fame career all day long for the new day. But new day, he's still it, got yeah. time to be. He's still got time to be world champion. Yeah, it's a um, coffee Kingston ten years, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I would, I think, yeah, people are rushing, and as soon as they, they don't book the favourite straight away, like Bobby yeah. Roode, everyone said, oh, Bobby Roode was ruined. There was he? Yeah, I don't think he personally should have been an NXT no, champion. Was, yeah, he should have been an NXT champion. I didn't like his run, to be honest. He had, a good, entr- he had a good entrance. For, for for Bobby Roode, it was the takeover main event kind of went down in quality when he was champ, I thought at least. It's just his style of wrestling. Especially when he beat Nakamura twice on the way out. That's what I didn't like about NXT. They don't do it now. But, the but it used to be you lost and then you lost your rematch, so you lost twice. Yeah, and then you went, then you went to the main roster. Yeah, Bella did that, didn't he? Finn Bella lost his last match. Yeah, the episode, wasn't it? Yeah, Nakamura did it. He lost twice to Bobby Roode. Small Joe, he lost twice to Nakamura. Yeah. Yeah. Um, weird way of doing it. Yeah, I just. But yeah, there are some NXT call-ups who just don't work. EC3. God, I wish he made it. Loved him. He didn't really do all in NXT though. No, he didn't. He did. He did that thing where he's like he's one <laughs> thing in his first match, but he wasn't even on takeovers or like that. Was no, he? Need, but he'd already been in NXT and through. He'd be on the main roster before. Is Derek Berman? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a bit good when he got released. He was one of the ones who re- released. Then when he didn't come back, he's on um, yeah, Ring of Honor. Yeah, Ring of Honor, TNA's and all. Back to where some people settle. Yeah, Eric Young, don't, don't really care that you didn't make it. Whatever. I was disappointed that Sanity just... Because I liked Sanity. Yeah, they lost the first match and that kind of set the tone from minute, really. Yeah. But yeah. I just, maybe I just like Big Demo or Killian Dennis is called now. Yeah. Well, he's the guy who went back to NXT and he's doing well, right? Yeah. 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 It shouldn't be seen as a downgrade going back to NXT. Some people just need to do it. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a different type of... It's, it's a cool alternative product that made themselves in it. So it's... Yeah. Geniuses, absolute yeah. geniuses. Right then, SummerSlam 2020. What were your thoughts overall? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great show. 
I'm glad the main, I'm glad the there was a big twist in the, after the main event, the Roman Reigns thing. Glad that happened because yeah. I was starting to think it feels a bit inconsequential. Inconsequential, like we knew that Asuka was going to walk out with one title, and it would probably. I mean, I don't think the storyline was predictable, but in a good way. Yeah, but I think everyone saw that coming. Um, yeah, you know, Dom had a good debut. I don't know if it was a bad match on the cast. There were some obviously better than others, but I don't think it was a, a match where I was like, oh, God, this was this was shit. I would give it uh, an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I think that's fair. I thought it was, it was probably the, yeah, it was definitely the best one on the closed arena. Sure. Yeah, but there was two matches I really, well, two and a half matches I really enjoyed. I did really enjoy Dominic against um, Seth Rollins. It just went on a bit too long. I really yeah. enjoyed McIntyre, Randy Orton, and I really enjoyed Mandy Rose against Sonya Deville. Yeah. And all the rest were inoffensive. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a really good show. Good the, so the best thing about the Thunderdome was it just felt back to normal. Yeah. That's what I enjoyed about it. it yeah, it was... Yeah, when she got over the Logi Centre sound at the start. <laughs> yeah, they, they seemed to fix that, though, didn't they? It yeah, wasn't an issue you it, it just sounded like a crowd. Yeah. Which is which is great. Um, that was it. That was our first ever new pay-per-view. Yeah. Current, current pay per view, that's the word, isn't it? Current. That's sure. a current. No, Terry Peters, if you, went, if you prepared this episode to us, let us know. Cause... Uh, Peters, will, Peters will be back. I guarantee that because we already recorded it. Yeah, <laughs> Peters, is, Peters is back on Wednesday. But after that, you will. His last know. ever episode. <laughs> Imagine if he's just listened to this and we just sacked him live on air. No, Peters. <laughs> Peters get out of here. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you've enjoyed the current stuff, then by all means let us know. It'll probably be a big fall thing. We'll do payback next week? What? Yeah. Okay, I'll do payback on my own. <laughs> payback on your own. Yeah. We're English. We can't stay up all the time. <laughs> could I, I could actually do payback next week. That's <laughs> <laughs> No, we're recording next week's episode, aren't we? We'll just do two, two in a row. <laughs> yeah. Two in a row. All right, well, let's, let's, let's consider payback next weekend. Let's consider it. I don't know when I'll get time to watch it, but I could do it. <laughs> stay up. Stay up. It's fine. Um, yeah, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, he's had enough self-promotion, so we're not going to promote Terry Peters. Lou, where can we find you? Social media. Uh, you can find me at, at Lou Mac on Instagram and the Twitter. You can find me at the Ross M. You can yeah. find Lou live tweeting stuff on at, at Wrestle Around yeah. on Twitter, Instagram. Wrestling around pod on uh, Facebook, YouTube yeah, I mean, as well. No one, no one replied to me on Facebook. One That's, person liked it though. That was sad. So, someone but Twitter, liked. Twitter, we had a great time. So join yeah. us on Twitter. Twitter's more, Twitter's more oh. inclusive than anyone on Facebook. Isn't yeah, it? it is. Yeah. At wrestling around pod. I probably want to try that on Facebook again because it's embarrassing. But yeah, Twitter. <laughs> Delete it. Anything happened. <laughs> join us on Twitter. Great. Join us on Twitter. Absolute glorious stuff. Um, yeah, so we hope you all enjoyed this extra special bonus. What did I call it earlier? Wrestling around unfiltered. That's, yeah, unfiltered. <laughs> it ain't getting edited. <laughs> wrestling underground. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's good that we're thinking about wrestling around raw, but then we did have to do it every week, and it's not even about raw. And it's yeah. yeah. So yeah, thank you everyone for listening, and don't forget to check out last Wednesday's episode if you've not. Um, if you've not seen it, that was also Summerfest 2010, the Nexus. And uh, join us on Wednesday for uh, NXT Takeover Brooklyn 2015. So thanks for joining me, Lou. Thank you. Uh, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Here's a cool fact. 
a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.